0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: You're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Tune in from noon to three Monday to Friday for more fun with the Kimmer, Pete, the Hangman, and me, John Boy, on News Radio 106.7.
2: Kimmer is easy to get along with well, what once you learn they to worship him. Uh, well, the Kimmer Show on <laughs> News Radio 106.7. I really have a problem with that? I... <laughs> Look out!
3: Twelve
4: oh five.
3: And it's only the Kimmer. Look out! A News Radio 1067 844 404 1067 844 404 1067 You're listening to John Bon Jovi. He's 53 today. Happy birthday, John Bon. <laughs> or Mr. Jovi, if you will. It'd be fine. <laughs> Tell me, John Bon. <laughs> Be a great anchor. Good evening, here's the news. I'm John Bon Jovi reporting. That's a complete ripoff of a Springsteen song. Is it? I've got the first
0: lyrics that came out.
3: Well, it's let's like- start it over again and find out. Damn, well. well, I don't know the Springsteen song, but I believe you. I'll find it. Okay. Broken heart. i right, Bon Jovi and birthday boy. Anyway, it's only the Kimmer. How you doing? All right. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. It's Monday. We're in March. And we'll talk about March like a lion or a lamb and all that good stuff. Plus a new song to the Kimmer from old old the chairman of the board. That's coming up here a little bit later. Plus Newsmaker Lines sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. Uh, but first of all, unless we uh, get off on the wrong foot here and not acknowledge something very especially exciting is, uh, oh, so that's what it's like when a radio station really wants to talk about a guy they want on the radio. Oh, my God, that was so cool. (laughs) Welcome aboard Steve McCoy. Holy smokes. I mean, that was great. I mean, welcoming aboard, had people calling in and stuff, and they were going to have Tom Glavin and his wife call in and do a little something for the Kimmer Show, but he wasn't sure who that was. So that was kind of a <laughs> no you know Steve McCoy and he came in to, to introduce himself as soon as we got in here uh, very he's been around forever and ever, very nice guy, and actually Steve and McCoy and I have never run into each other other than in Pat we've never really talked or met or anything after all the like thirty five years in Atlanta or what forty years in Atlanta but anyway uh, but a uh, nice guy and a good show it's on from what is it six to nine yeah is five thirty or six six to nine. I'm not, you know, I don't even know. I, I, I was, you know, doing stuff until 6 when I turned to was doing TV news stuff until then. But anyway, uh, welcome aboard. Nice to have you aboard. Uh, seems like a really terrific guy. And, he's, of course, he's been a star in this town for years and years. So we're all happy because, uh, you know, the better he does, the better we all do. So yep. we're, we're thrilled to have him aboard. And I hope, hope you're really going to enjoy the crap out of the morning show. Okay, 1207, it's only the Kimmer 844 404 I'm going to start. I'd like to start off the program. Particularly on a Monday, because, you know, I don't like Mondays. <laughs> uh, but, uh, i us just say it. But I have a doggy story which will uh, warm the actual cockles of your actual heart here in a moment. <laughs> also, I'll bet you didn't know this about Debbie Harry from Blondie. And I'm glad I didn't mix up those words. And we'll also talk about Tiger Woods, the next Lance Armstrong. Possible. Whoa. But first of all, Ed Davis has a dog named Madera. A, uh, a a hardy dog, a sort of a black lab dog named Madeira, and they live in Alaska. Well, um, two weeks ago, Madeira, who by the way is completely blind, a Labrador Retriever who is blind, eleven years old, went out to do her business in the morning, and then instead of coming right back into the house where she knows the way because she doesn't go very far, she wandered off. The guy couldn't find her; had to go to work. Actually, I think he was at the pump station when the dog wandered off, and he came home and couldn't find the dog, and he said, oh, my God, I can't! my dog would never just wander off. But he found some tracks, and then he started looking, and he went with a friend named Konstantin Krulev, who had a, his own dog who was wearing a bell. Two weeks after his blind Labrador was missing... He and the owner and his friend and the dog with a bell were walking around still looking and looking for signs of the frozen dead black Labrador who's blind at age 11. And son of a gun, the dog with a bell started reacting and the blind dog started hearing the bell and reacted to it. And they found the 11-year-old totally blind Labrador who was in the snow for two weeks Still alive. The dog lost fourteen pounds. The recovery <laughs> man was a miracle. The dog was running the dog with the bell was running along, and all of a sudden they heard a, a, a like a, a mumbling and a shuffling and a sound. Reacting to the bell, they found the, the black lab under a tree a hundred yards from the trail and a half a mile from the house. She obviously got lost in the snowstorm and couldn't find her way back. And was missing in the snow and ice and cold. You know what the temperature was? 40 below zero. Wow. Dog lived for two weeks. 40 below zero in Alaska. Lost 14 pounds and is alive today. Wow. Now, we're going to talk about uh, the Jewish thing and Netanyahu and Putty. Did you hear that Putty Tat threatened to shoot down Israeli warplanes if they attacked Iran? Putty Tat... Your conscientious objector of the White House, the community organizer of the White House, the commander and liar-in-chief and putty that coward threatened to shoot down Israeli jets if they tried to take out Iran's nuclear capabilities. We'll get to that in a minute. Plus, the Debbie Harry link that you won't probably have ever heard of until a minute. I was just shocked the bedingers out of me. A journeyman golfer named Dan Olson, 48 years old, last played on a PGA Tour event at the 2011 PGA Championship. Well, he has now said in an interview that he believes Tiger Woods has been suspended for a month by the PGA Tour, which his agent denies. And he said this guy Dan Olson, a German PGA golfer, says it's not testosterone, but it's something else. And he says, quote, when I think when all is said and done, he's going to surpass Lance Armstrong with infamy. He also talked about Woods using a cheater ball, talking about the Nike golf ball, his special Nike ball he plays. And he says, I'd be looked at as some crazy blanking nobody making accusations. He's, uh, as The agent says this is totally false, unsourced, unverified, completely ridiculous. But this guy says uh, they're not even going to remember the women, referring to the personal scandal of the Tiger Woods being a pig and a hound, cheating on his uh, goddess wife from the very beginning. Uh, he says the women are going to take a distant second place. You're going to talk about him with Lance Armstrong. The PJ Tour started testing for performance drugs in 2008, and Tiger Woods is a cheater. Tiger Woods is a cheater. More than once, he's been caught cheating. The last time we all saw it at the Masters, he, he hit a ball into the, hit the stick and went into the water. He had to take another drop. The rule is very clear. I know the rule. Everybody knows rule. If you have to drop, redrop from where you hit it, you have to drop as closely as you can to that spot where you hit the ball. The divot was still there where Tiger hit the ball, but he said even afterwards, he said, well, I realized I was three yards too long on the shot, so I wanted to play the same club, so I dropped it three yards farther back so I could hit the same swing and hit the same shot, and it would be perfect, which it was. But he admitted that he dropped the ball three yards back farther, which is a violation of the rules. You're supposed to drop it on the spot. And then he signed a scorecard knowing he cheated, and he still didn't uh, uh, suspend himself for signing an incorrect scorecard, which is also a violation. Two things he did and didn't do anything about it, and the Masters people let him get away with it because it's Tiger Woods. He's a cheater, and he should have been thrown out of the Masters that day. And he's a scumbag as an individual, cheating a womanizing punk. God, I can't. at 12 13. Time for the Sounds 12 like Somebody's news. got a
5: case of the money. <laughs> well, that's what I
2: was saying. The Kimmer now and news weather and traffic on your ride home yeah, they got, on they got. News Radio 1067. Stand Standby. by. Stand by.
6: Hey, this is Mark Lamkey hey, and this portion <laughs> of, of, of the next three hours that we never talk about <laughs> is brought to you by the New Morning Show. Man, I thought that ticker tape parade was a nice touch. <laughs> and now here's your host, thank you. a man who can't even get his picture on the freaking website, <laughs> and I'm glad I said freaking, Tim Peterson. <laughs> so
3: Mark, thank you. Hall of Famer. Mark Lemke. <laughs> No, don't do not do it, Pete. Don't do it. He'll be over in a second. No, Pete. He's got to Don't do it, Pete. Put the gun down. Bam! <laughs> we all hate him and his stupid, stinking ex-wife, too. But, you know, once in a while, you got to play it. It's a birthday, and some people like him, so I'll say Chris Martin's 38 years old today. <laughs> yeah. Coldplay. Oh, God. Yeah, he and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow decided to do a conscious uncoupling as opposed to a divorce because they were both cheating on each other like skunks, like alley cats. And uh, so they did a conscious uncoupling. Oh, oh, they, they must to name their kid Apple. Yeah, he's not going to get beaten up every day in school (laughs) and thrown into a locker. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I get God. All right, 1219, how you doing? It's only (laughs) me. (laughs) All right, it's on to the camera. No, no, everything's fine. Everything's good. (laughs) 844-404-1067. Ooh, ooh. Let's do the. Listen to the I have Jimmy Buffett tickets. Yeah. I have two Jimmy Buffett tickets. They go on sale next week. for The the concert, though, is at the Gwinnett Center, June 2nd. Gwinnett Gwinnett Ah. Center. It's got to be the Gwinnett... uh,
0: the arena. At the the are, uh, arena? He usually arena. does outside shows. Yeah. That's interesting.
3: Well, I don't know what that means, but it's uh, June. Maybe they're afraid of rain. But a June's a pretty good month. Anyway, um, Gwinnett Center, Tuesday, June 2nd, Jimmy Buffett. Two tickets. And uh, they go, the tic- don't even go on sale till next week. We've got two giveaway. We'll do it. Uh, we'll do it. Um, 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 um. After 1 o'clock, what do you want to do? Have somebody sing their favorite part of Jimmy Buffett? Sure. Sing Jimmy Buffett and we'll, 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 we'll pick somebody, what the heck. I, uh, this is after 1 o'clock, during the 1 o'clock news, you call us in. All right, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. And uh, we'll talk about, uh, the, I got a weird Debbie hair story. you're going to love this. Says, put it at shooting down Israeli jets if they tried to take out Iran's nuclear plants. Netanyahu is here to talk and the Dems don't want to listen. Air Marshals, the horny Air Marshals, apparently there was one woman who's known as a Badge Bunny. And she did all the, the, uh, she arranged all the schedules for the air marshals. And the ones that she wanted to have sex with, she rearranged their schedules so she'd be on the same flight and planes that they were. And there's one guy she was having an affair with for four years, changing his schedule. Anyway, we'll talk about the horny ender. We may have a live reenactment of some of the actual transcripts of the actual uh, air marshals. So there could be a, a Kimmer a special live reenactment coming up with a reenactment of the Air Marshal Horny Boys. Uh, we also got uh, the skydiver seizure, the mass uh, suicide girl, the cop shooting a homeless guy, but he went for the gun, so you got what you expect, you idiot. Uh, clubbing a teenage girl in Nigeria, executing the George woman. We got billions of stuff, a new Sinatra song for the Kimmer coming up. I mean, I've got a billion things. Oh, there's a news megaline. Hold everything. There's this. He was on the old uh, news magazine there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kevin. (laughs) This new morning show is going to be great. It's going to be huge. It's going to be, well, even I can't
7: overhype it as much as your radio station did. (laughs) Well, why not? I won't even try, you (laughs) know. The Donald. How's it going, sir? Well, you know the most amazing thing about uh, the new morning show with Steve McCoy? What's that, sir? No. I don't. It's only been on one day, Cameron. And they've already come out with the best of CD. <laughs> <laughs> well. 16 months for your show, nothing. But, you know. Well. I mean, who, the, who the hell wants to help some needy kids on Christmas anyway? I know I don't. <laughs> Oh, I was a big hit at CPAC, Kimmer. I oh, was huge. You we were huge hit at Forget C- Rand Paul. Forget Scott Walker. Yeah. I did my own special Trump internal poll. Oh, you did? And 85% <laughs> in my survey want me to run for president, <laughs> oh, Kimmer. <yeah. laughs> we got the facts right there. Yeah, 92% of the people we surveyed want us to move the Masters to Trump National. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. They think Augusta National is a dog track. <laughs> Compared to yours, sure. Of course, because it's the greatest golf course ever, Bill. I shot 66 yesterday from the tip. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows it. And by the way, don't count that. <laughs> winter rules. Winter rules. <laughs> Keep it fair. They may have caught Tiger Woods juicing. Boy, that would be a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had the same dog. Dr. Zay-Rod, Barry Bonds, and Jose Canseco, give me a break. Yeah, I gave those guys steroids, but I only gave Tiger Flintstone vitamins. My God, man! I don't believe it either. Vladimir Putin's being accused of arranging the murder of a political opponent. Yeah, I killed him. Yeah. Who the hell does this guy think he is? Hillary Clinton or something? <laughs> Putin said he'd investigate the murder of Boris Nestoff yeah. right after we investigate the deaths of Ron Brown, Vince Foster, Jim McDougal, JFK Jr., the Clinton intern who was
3: murdered at the Starbucks. The list sir, really I, too I, long I get off at show. 3. I, mean, you know, I haven't got that kind of time. That's right. You know,
7: Kim, there's a lot of astronomers out there this morning with egg on their face. Egg on their face? What do you mean, sir? All these years they had it wrong.
3: What? What's that, sir? The
7: world does revolve around Steve McCoy. <laughs> I thought it was me and Michael Graham, but I was wrong, too. No, you were so. wrong,
4: sir. Great to be on the show. Thank you.
7: The Donald right here. <laughs> yeah. the
3: tribute.
4: I'll try to
7: call one more time before you 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 know, you leave on Friday.
4: <laughs> Thank you, the Donald.
3: I appreciate Maybe it. Maybe the governor
7: will wish you a farewell. He sure as hell didn't welcome you. Well,
3: <laughs> <laughs> well you know. <laughs> Uh, if we can't have a little fun, then what can we have? That's my motto. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten twenty six. What is it? Eight four 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 ten sixty seven. Our phone number: eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. All right, let's get it, Brett, the truck driver on News Radio one zero six seven. How's it going, Brett? Hey, Kimber. What's happening, man? Enjoying your Monday. I hate Mondays, but I'm enjoying being here on the radio with my friends. Yes, I do.
8: Hey, a dog you mentioned a while ago, the Labrador. Yeah. Um,
3: you sure he went on? Quick, he went on quite quick weight loss, was he? A quick weight loss because he lost a fourteen. Uh. Pi- oh, ah. <laughs> okay.
4: okay.
3: All right. Thank you. Twelve <laughs> twenty-five. <12:25. laughs> Hold everything now. Let's see. Geez, I'm to pick one. Uh, Pat's uh, Pat. Pat's first on News Radio 106.7. Ed and Smokey coming up. Hello, Pat. How's it going?
7: Hey, Sergeant Peter. Peterson. Hey, what? How what? are you doing?
3: Fine. Welcome aboard, sir. What's up?
7: I, I don't know if you and Pete and the crew caught BB's address today on c spam.
3: We were watching part of it. Yeah, I was speaking to that oh. APAC group or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 you, what, I, 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 I mean, he's <laughs> just so good. He
7: didn't threaten anything. He didn't. Uh, uh, threaten the president or anything else. Yeah, he's a mean, he, he thanked
3: he just, us. He said, you guys are great. We love America. You've been our best supporters. We love you, Democrats, Republicans. We don't care. We love the fact you support us. He was perfect. He did everything right in every way. The guy's, and the guy's a warrior, too, by the way.
7: Oh, yeah. Putty Cat uh, calls him that,
3: a pansy. Remember when Putty Cat <clears> called him a chicken?
7: That's crazy as hell. <sighs> I, I mean, really, he personifies
3: diplomat. Yeah. Well, he's a uh, smart guy and he's a tough guy. And he's a, you know, he's a, he's a fighter. He's a warrior. And he certainly, you know, he's been there. He, he gets to speak. And, and by the way, it's okay for Putty Tet the, the disgrace of the White House, the commander-in-chief who's actually a conscientious objector, the community organizer, the coward of the White House, to have all the meetings he wants with Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and these scoundrels like that, and yet he's, uh, he stiffs and has his Democrats stiff, the leader of an, one of our closest allies who was concerned about nuclear war. Yeah, God forbid he should listen to what he says. <laughs> That's just unbelievable. Isn't that a little closed-minded? Exactly. And the Democrats are going, well, if he, he didn't get invited by the president, you know. so Congress can't invite a, a world leader to come and talk him about the issues that are number one in their minds? I mean, this is unbelievable. If oh My God, if Reagan had stiff, if they, if there had been somebody else in Reagan or Bush, any of the Bushes had, had tried to stiff a, a visiting, oh, my, no, you can't even say it. All right, uh, 1227, God, we're late. All right, hold on, you guys. I got your small, smoky net, and more news breaking lines sponsored by The Siding Doctor on News Radio 1067.
1: You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Tune in from noon to three, Monday to Friday, for more fun with The Kimmer, P, The Hangman, and Me, John Boy, on News Radio 1067. This is your formerly alive announcer, Mm -hmm. Don
4: Pardo. Hello, Don. And this portion of our neglected program is brought to you by (laughs)
7: the New Morning Show. It's already gotten more promotion in one day than the Kimmer's gotten in 16 months. And now, here's your totally ignored host, Tim Peterson. It's
4: it's totally okay. I'm
3: not not complaining. Welcome aboard, Steve. It's all right. Steve Steve McCoy is our New Morning Guy. All right, listen. This ain't a song for the brokenhearted. This is Bon Jovi, year 2000. No silent prayer for faith departed. And now, John Boy, if you don't mind, would you hit a little Springsteen, please? Is that unbelievable? Bon Jovi. Was singing this "Ain't a Song" for the broken-hearted. No silent prayer for faith departed. Springsteen, eight years earlier, 1992. Well, this is a prayer for the souls of the departed who've gone and left their babies broken-hearted. <laughs> Almost word for word. Almost word for word. Okay. And Pete caught it, and so we wanted to prove it again to you. So there you go. All right, thank you, Pete. 12:34. Uh, News Radio 106.7. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Get your calls right away here. Newsmaker lines coming up. Sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Brand new song coming your way, too. A couple of quick birthdays. Authors in the news. Tom Wolf. You can never go home again. 85. Uh, 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 what's that? No, no, no. Didn't he write that?
0: No, he did Bonfire of the Vanities. You're thinking about Thomas. Well, some... Tom Wolf. Uh, let me look.
3: You I can know. never go home again. Uh, and Bonfire of the Vanities was a weird... I saw the movie. What a weird... movie. Tom Hanks and... Uh, what's his name? Uh, um...
0: Thomas Wolfe, two different guys.
3: Well, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did this last week with a singer. Remember the singer Booker T and the MGs yeah, and Booker yeah. T, Washington? <laughs> Booker. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that Booker T, Washington's the guy that developed all those uses for the peanut. I mean, come on. All right. <clears throat> Well, maybe not. <laughs> no uses for the peanuts. Uh, anyway, Tom Wolf is 85, and he wrote uh, Bonfire of the Vanities and nothing else, and he was a failure his whole life. And author John Irving. <laughs> John Irving is 73. Today. And Mikhail Gorbachev is 84.
0: Actually, Tom Wolf did a book, uh, A Man in Full, about Atlanta. Oh, that's right, about, uh, about Buckhead.
3: Yeah. It's a story about Buckhead and the uh, big-time Charlie uh, rich people and all the stuff. They do. Oh, my God, I remember that. That was like a socialist. Yeah. Like and he did one, I think, on Palm Beach, too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Anyway, all right, 844 404 Oh, I got your calls. I promise I got to do better. This is Monday. We're kind of just floundering here. Uh, And um, uh, Sharknado 3. Sharknado 3 is set for this summer. Washington, D.C. will be the the spot. This time, it'll cause Sharknado 3, set in Washington, D.C., will cause mass destruction in the nation's capital before it roars down the eastern seaboard. Guess who's going to play president of these United States in Sharknado 3? NBA Daleks Mavericks owner Mark Cuban (laughs) is the president of the United States. And you will never guess who's going to be the vice president conservative commentator Ann Coulter. <laughs> it's the <a> vice president. <laughs> they join a rapidly growing list of guest stars to set cameos in the third film, including Bo Derek as May, the mother to the star Tara Reed, also Jerry Springer appearing as Mr. White, a manic tourist, also in syncs Chris Kirkpatrick as a pool lifeguard, and Chris Jericho, who will play Bruce, a roller coaster ride operator. Tara Reed and Ian Zierling will return to reprise their roles as April and Finn. Anthony Ferrante is going to direct the newest Sharknado, which is an annual event for NBC Universal. It will be de- debut in July on Sci-Fi Sharknado Three with Mark Cuban and Ann Coulter <laughs> in the lead roles. Finn. Finn. Yeah, Finn. The last guy named Finn on TV that I knew was uh, was uh, Sopranos, a little girl Sopranos girl's uh, boyfriend want to be the dentist remember him oh. that tall skinny guy his name was finn i'm oh. almost positive anyway all right Twelve thirty-seven. man i'm wasting time here sorry let's get back to calls here's uh um, um, um uh, smokey's got something here on the is that smokey a guy smokey or girl smokey let's find out on news radio 1067 hello smokey Tim, how are you with it? It was, hello yeah, hello it was all right yeah Tim. what's going on smokey Hey man, what's going
7: on?
6: Every time I have
3: to call you,
7: it's
5: I always to calm you down. Hey, I'm home. a little
8: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. tired. You not already had one heart attack. When did you have a heart attack? I, I,
3: I had a heart attack a long time ago. Like it never happened. Oh, oh, okay. Long time but, ago. You, why don't
8: you leave Tiger Woods? Like, you, you always let black people get under your skin. No, it's not black. Lo-
3: Tiger Woods isn't black. He's no more black than I. I don't I don't think of Tiger Woods is a black guy. I think of Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods. He's a whole entity unto himself. So, plus, he says himself, he's not black. He's a Cablin Asian. Uh,
6: black? He
3: black as the street is. Crazy. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tiger Woods himself says he is a Cablin Asian. I don't Cablin care Asian standing the first is. thing for Caucasian, black, Indian, and Asian.
7: So you're going to go about what Tiger Woods say or what you see? <laughs>
3: well, yeah, screw Tiger Woods. Why should I pay attention to what he says about himself? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, hey, but
7: hey, look, yeah, man, rich yeah. people mess around. Man. Rich, rich pe- people mess yeah, around. We should just things. excuse Don't them. Don't get pissed off. Whatever
3: they want to do yeah. is okay. If they're rich, yeah. they have the money, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. they can get mad at yeah. it. times, you know. Exactly. There you go. They're all right, Smokey, I stand corrected, man. See, there you go. Smokey to bring it home once again. Oh. all <clears> right. <throat> Oh,
4: Jesus.
3: (laughs) All right. Sweetness. I've got it. Sweetness Bell, you and your stupid Sweetness Bell.
4: I'm getting there.
3: Dr. Dr. Epstein was a renowned physician who earned his undergraduate, graduate, and medical degrees in his hometown and left for Manhattan, where he quickly rose to the top of his field. Soon, Dr. Epstein was invited to deliver a significant paper at a conference, coincidentally held at the college in his hometown. He walked on stage and placed his papers on the lectern, but they slid off onto the floor at the podium. As Dr. Epstein bent over to retrieve them, at precisely the wrong instant, he inadvertently cut the cheese. And it was a monster. The microphone amplified his rumbling mistake resoundingly through the room and reverberated down the hall. Well, Dr. Epstein was quite embarrassed, but somehow regained his composure just enough to deliver the paper. He ignored the resounding applause and raced out the stage door, never to be seen in his hometown again. Thirty years later, his elderly mother was ill. Dr. Epstein returned to visit her. Thirty years later, reserved a room under the name of Levy and arrived under cover of darkness. The desk clerk asked him, is this your first visit to our city, Mr. Levy? Dr. Epstein replied, well, no, young man, Uh, it isn't really. I grew up here and received my education here, but then I moved away. Oh, the clerk said, why haven't you visited? I <laughs> thinking to himself. Well, actually, I did visit once many years ago, said Dr. Epstein. A very embarrassing thing happened, and since then I've been too ashamed to return. But it was 30 years ago, no big deal. Oh, the clerk consoled him, said, sir, while I don't know your life experiences, there's one thing I have learned. Often what seems embarrassing to me isn't even remotely remembered by others. I'll bet that's true of your incident as well, said the clerk. Dr. Epstein replied, well, son, I seriously doubt that's the case with my incident. The clerk says, was it a long time ago? And the, Dr. Epstein said, yes, yes, many years. And the clerk said, was it before or after the Epstein fart?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, 30 years and he's still... <laughs> it's, kind of a, it's kind of a delayed one, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs>
4: Sorry, boys. Anyway,
3: it's all in the cover. 12.41. Well, let's get quickly get to Ed on, uh, with an update for us musically on ISIS. Hello, Ed. How's it going?
7: Hey, Kimmer. How are you? I'm uh, going to be hopefully quicker than the Epstein fart joke. <laughs> all right, <laughs> sir. I got uh, with Netanyahu in, in the country now. The Middle East is in trouble, okay? Yeah. And there's a song
8: that recruits, that gives information to recruit Muslims
3: to go to ISIS, and they even thank the president. Would you not say that the Middle East right now is in Dire Straits? Dire Straits, Dire Straits, Dire Straits. Straits. My chicks are money and easy is free. What is it? Money for nothing and the chicks are free? And what's the other one they have? I love that other song they have. Walk of Life. Walk of Life. Love that. Walk of Life. Who sings that? Dire Straits. Let's keep it that Thank you, 1242. Two rules, man. Stay away from my bar
0: cassettes. And do you have any that man? The Kimmer Now
2: and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7.
6: <laughs> hey, this is David Letterman. Hey, and this portion
7: of our show is yes, brought to you by Michael Graham. Oh. Finally, finally, yes. Michael's got somebody to share all that attention with. And it ain't the Kimmer.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Here he is, your temporary host. Uh, uh, Who cares who he is?
3: (laughs) No, it's the Kimmer. It's only the Kimmer. Thank you. Yes. 1967, Old Dead Eyes, Frank Sinatra's big hit.
5: Strangers in the Night.
3: Was named Record of the Year at the
5: Grammys.
3: Song of the Year went to John Lennon and Paul McCartney for Michelle, Michelle. Strangers in the Night, 1967, Record of the Year. And by the way, we have a new uh, Frank Sinatra offering on the way to the Kimmer program right before he... I the whole dead thing. He recorded a special song for the camera. A couple of birthdays include actress Bryce Dallas Howard, 34. She's that little redhead girl. That's uh, Obi's Obie's, Ron Howard's daughter. And she does porn. She's been in a lot of, oh, no, she's done X-rated sex scenes, huh? which was very surprising to me when I heard that. Uh, she's 30, Bryce Howard, 34. Um, oh, you know the little hottie from Game of Thrones, Natalie Emanuel? She's 26, kind of a short, curly hair. She's featured, I'm just reading in my, uh, this month's Vanity Fair magazine. The feature, sir, is a special thing. She's a little short, curly-haired girl. She's. Uh, I think she plays the daughter um, with a boy's name. Oh,
0: uh, no, no, she plays... She plays like a, the slave of the dragon girl. Oh,
3: okay, that's yeah, that's it. Anyway, Natalie or Natalie and Natalie Emmanuel is twenty-six today, and
0: Robert Eiler. Robert
3: Eiler, oh, <laughs> no soprano. Sopranos. E- yeah, got it by the crystal. <laughs> Robert Eiler, who has not really been seen or heard from since the Sopranos, is thirty today, and lamenting the fact that he's a complete failure. I suppose. <laughs> All right, I got Here we go. All right, it's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only the Kimmer. And now something I think you might get a complete kick out of, yes, as we bring you the actual reenactment of actual transcripts of the Air Marshals and their horny badge bunny, Michelle D'Antonio, who for years now has been scheduling the schedules of flight marshals, the air marshal's flight schedule, so that she can have sex with them, including a fellow whose name is Roy Duran. We begin now with uh, Roy Duran's wife, Lisa, played by our own Pete Davis, followed by the texting messages of the nasty Michelle D'Antonio. First to speak.
0: Who is this, me boy or be Jesus? Now that's not the accent! <laughs> Stop that right now! Start over! Uh, who,
5: who is Jesus? this? The person your fiancé's been dating for the past four years. If you accept this friend request, you'll see of him you may not be interested in seeing before you marry him. Please feel free to contact me with any questions or if you'd like more details and pictures. What? Again? Who is this? The girl he's been dating. Names are not important. Pictures are...
3: The texting continues. Almost there? Two hours. Yep, almost there. You horny? Me? Yes, you. Never. Lies. And now, episode three. When the Duran wife-to-be is questioned and speaking to her friend.
5: Ask her about the threesome. I see you have your priorities, LOL. What? Is that wrong? No, it's not. You need to be
3: first. You deserve it, and it's my job to make sure you're happy and things are made easier for
0: you. But you, Jesus be oil. <laughs> oil. You've
3: been listening to a live reenactment of the horny air marshals and a little badge bunny tramp. Live on News Radio 1067. It's 1252, and it's only the Kimmer. Sometimes it makes history just go down a little bit easier. Gotta like putting some sugar on it, you know? Because we all know history is just one damn thing after another. I <laughs> oh mean. <my God. laughs> Sorry, John. <Boyce. laughs>
0: that was weak. That was weak. <laughs> you know what Le- Napoleon called it? Napoleon called it? Lies agreed upon.
3: Lies agreed upon. There you are. <laughs> oh my God, man. All right, hold on a second. Here's uh, Thomas on News Radio 1067. Newsbreaker line's coming up here at some point. Hello, Thomas. How's the sponsor by the sighting, Doctor? Roger. How's it going, Thomas?
7: Fine, Cameron, what do you think about uh putting Dad in as uh uh brother in law Eric Holder, allowing uh legalize growing uh, of marijuana with the porch creek Indians all over the United states
3: uh porch creek Indians
7: yes, any tribal lands they can grow and sell marijuana
3: well i think honestly I think Indians ought to be able to do anything they damn well please right I mean after well, what we did to the i i'm really not, i'm not I'm, making, I'm not being facetious and I'm not being uh, you know uh, uh, troublesome, I just, I honestly think with the way we treated Indians in this nation from day one, uh, Indians ought to be able to do whatever the hell they want, either that or we give them back their land I think I'd rather just have them do what they want <coughs> stay where they know, I'd want to give up my house thank you, because the Cherokee be, Cherokee Nation be taking over your land, my land Pete's land, John Boy's land, they'd be still roaming free here my friend, so I say Indians ought to be able to do whatever the hell they want Yeah, it's funny what's happened in Florida
7: because the Ports Creek Indians have notified the state of Florida that if they will not allow casinos on their land, they will start cultivating and selling.
3: That's right. Absolutely. And, Thomas, I don't blame them. I mean, you know, frankly, I, I'm really, I'm absolutely serious about it. I mean, I don't think they can commit murder and things, rob banks and stuff. But basically, I, I think of an Indian, I think, that, you know, I think we screwed the Indians from the first day. We violated every stinking treaty we've ever made with them. We've stolen everything from them. They were here first, and we took it because we were stronger. Now, that, you know, that's the rule of the world. If you're, if I'm, bigger and stronger than you are, then I'm going to take your stuff. I mean, you know, again, all wars are fought for land. If you think about it, all wars are fought for land or the power over a geographical area. Yep. Hitler wanted more land. He wanted other countries. He that didn't, you know, he didn't want to just be in his own office and, and spiel out documentaries. He wanted to own, he wanted to be in charge of mass quantities of land, geography. Wars are fought for the power over land. Space and we and the indians uh, weren't powerful enough to stop the white man so we took it from them <laughs> cheated them lied to them set them up made them do the trail of tears and we i mean my god <laughs> evidence of bad uh, treatment to indians my heavens all right oh now listen to this is unbelievable debbie harry you know the debbie harry from blondie right you know the you know the girl debbie harry from blondie yeah. debbie harry is now making something of a comeback apparently because she's doing some modeling and she's uh where the hell's my Debbie Harry song here? Did we not get a Debbie Harry song? It could be under Blondie. I swear to God, I asked for a Debbie Stinkin' Harry song. No, you didn't. God bless it. You did. Well, <clears throat> anyway, Debbie Harry from Blondie is 69 years old. She's not retiring. She's now uh, in Paris do- launching a new perfume, the 10th anniversary, a celebration party for Paco Raban. And there's some limited edition perfumes where she's uh, uh, in a tuxedo with Iggy Pop for the ad campaign. Says, I've worked with Iggy when uh, they met when uh, Blondie was a waitress at the legendary New York music menu, Max's Kansas City. And her first real tour was as a support act for Iggy Pop. And David Bowie was on the keyboard back then. This is way back. Now, uh, here's uh, Debbie Harry's identified herself as a feminist, but on one rainy night in New York, she proved it. Three o'clock in the morning, she said, I couldn't find a cab. A car kept coming around and offering me a ride, so I accepted. Once in the car, I noticed there were no door handles on the inside which made me wary. I don't know how, but I managed to put my hand through the window and open the door from the outside. Okay, she's in a car, in the rain, 3 o'clock in the morning, guy gives her a ride, no door handles on the inside of the car. Bad sign. She somehow opens the door from outside. The driver swerved to try to stop her from escaping, turning real hard so she'd be stuck back into the car, but it gave her a momentum to throw herself out of the moving car. She thought no more of it until years later when she saw the driver who tried to keep her in the car when he was on the news. The driver was Ted Bundy. Debbie Harry got into Ted Bundy's car with no door handles on the inside and somehow lived to tell about it. He murdered at least 30 women. And now you know the rest of the story. Debbie Harry, can you wow. believe it? Wow. Ted Bundy, she didn't know it until years later, saw his picture. Yowie. 1257, Newsbreak Alliance for the Sighting Doctor coming up later on News Radio. And your tickets giveaway for Jimmy Buffett next on News Radio 1067.
1: You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Tune in from noon to three, Monday to Friday, for more fun with The Kimmer, Pete, The Hangman, and Me,
2: John Boy, on News Radio 1067. Some people believe we sprang from apes. The Kimmer didn't spring far enough. The Kimmer Kimmer Show (laughs) on News Radio (laughs) 1067.
3: Thank you so very much. Look out. It's only The Kimmer with Paul Simon. I say with Paul Simon. You're on the radio. Right here with Paul Simon, right here the old radio Simon Paul singing song Simon singer yeah Paul Simon right here with a guy all right I'm gonna have to start going over the intros <laughs> for these uh, that's all the time we have I Paul Simon who refuses to sing on the record <clears throat> the oh thank you light. Yeah, in
6: 1998
3: Paul Simon won record of the year for Graceland. And, following the river and by the way, the weird thing about this, this was the first time ever, 1988, the first time ever, a winning record never hit the top 40. How is that possible, record of the year and never made the top 40? It's a great song, but it never made the top 40. Anyway, that was 1988. All right, I got It's over the camera. 844-404-1067. Okay, it's time for the Jimmy Buffett ticket. Should we give away Jimmy Buffett tickets? Yeah. All right, a little Jimmy Buffett ticket music there, Maestro. Here we go. Now we're talking. Absolutely. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. We have two tickets, Jimmy Buffett. They don't even go on sale till next week. His concert will be at the Gwinnett Center... Tuesday, June 2nd. Tuesday, June 2nd, Gwinnett Center, two tickets, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, let's open up the phone lines and see if we get uh, people to sing us the Jimmy Buffett line or tell us, tell us something or whatever. Uh, start at the top, Justin on News Radio 1067. Hi, Justin, welcome. How you doing today? Good, welcome. What do you got for us, sir?
8: Cheeseburger in paradise, islands, Brand and. I love onions, lettuce, like and tomatoes. Heinz 57.
3: That's all right. <laughs> there you go. All Get right. that old Heinz 57 in there. All right. Well, now next is Ken on uh, News Radio 106.7. Hi, Ken. Welcome to Radio. We got a little something for us with Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
7: how about uh, "Wasted Away Again" in Margaritaville?
3: All right, Sister Caleb, please. That's yeah. yeah, fine. a <laughs> <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> get the hook. <laughs> it's Rick on News Radio one oh six seven Hiya, Rick. How's it going? Hey there. The ripper for buddy. All right. Stepped on a pop top, cut my heel,
8: had to cruise on back home. All right. That's He's good enough, Rick.
3: Feel- that's, that's fine. He'll get the Pat on News Radio 106. 7. Hello, Pat. Welcome. Hello, how you doing? Good, man. What's up? Oh, looking for some Jimmy Buffett tickets. All right, sock it to us. Wasted away again, the Margaritaville. Okay. A, yeah, the, uh, very, we got yeah, uh, the cheeseburger in paradise. There you go. All right. And <laughs> Ken, oh my God, man, I uh, News Radio 106. 7. Hey, Ken, how's it going? Good, good. How you doing, Kimmer? All right, what you got for us, sir? Here we
8: go. All right. I really do appreciate it. The fact that you're sitting here. Your voice sounds so wonderful, but your face don't look too clear. <laughs> the barmaid bring a pitcher. Another
3: round of brew. Honey, why don't uh, we... Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up and go on a date. <laughs> and uh, Joseph on News Radio 106.7. Hello, Joseph. What do you got for us, sir?
8: Hey, uh, I got a slight variation. You got to wait for it.
3: All All right, right. Here it goes. Here you go. oh. All
8: right. I don't know the reason we stay here all season. Nothing to show but brand-new tattoo. It's a real beauty, a Mexican cutie. And how she got this,
0: she just snuck right through. <laughs> all right, hold on. Right, put him on hold.
3: Put him on hold. All right, Pete, you be the judge.
0: I think uh, Justin deserves it.
3: You know what the heck? Yeah, well, Justin hasn't won a prize in a while, and he's a long faithful listener. What the heck is it? Let's see if Justin wants to go to Jimmy Buffett. But we June... learned
0: something here. What we learned? Don't take Quaaludes before you start. Yeah, to exactly. Sing. <laughs> or and,
3: and a quart of uh, Jim Beam either. Oh, that would be <laughs> also bad. All right. Well, congratulations. We'll give him to Justin. Congratulations, Justin. will win our two tickets to go see Jimmy Buffett in June at the. Uh, Gwinnett Center. There you go. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven one zero nine. It's on the Kimmer on News Radio. Request, request a Facebook. Kimmer
0: Show Facebook page. Mark, hello there, Kimmer. All right, sir. Could you possibly walk us through a typical day in the life of Kimmer? I'm a longtime fan, and I was just curious. Oh God, are you?
3: You're going to hear radio stations, sets, and radios and cars clicking off, changing its frequencies all over Metro Atlanta. Who could possibly care what my daily life is? Oh my God. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, uh, th- 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 trust me, <laughs> my boss would come running in here so fast, you know, you know, we gave it a shot when you went in, but this is outrageous, no, that's not going to, that's not going to be attractive, but it's, if I'm i am flattered that anyone would care, but that's one, and uh, that's sort of a minority, I'm sure would be a minority opinion. I
0: mean, call him later, you my just, daily. two of
3: you, can. yeah, why don't I give you my home address, come on over, and I'll give you, you know, a beer and cook you dinner. <clears throat> Oh, man. Talk about embellishing. All right, I got 110. Uh, <laughs> News Radio one oh six seven. Have you heard the commercial that was on Saturday Night Live? Remember the commercial during the Super Bowl about the guy and his daughter? The daughter wanted to go into the Army, and the guy, the father was weeping, and it was kind of a touching story about daddy's little girl growing up and so forth. Well, here's what they played on Saturday Night Live. Uh, let's see. Hold on a second. got to see which one is a which one. All right, here's what they played on Saturday Night Live.
0: Well, this is it.
3: You need any help with
0: your bag?
8: No, that's all right, I got it
0: How about some walking around money?
8: Dad, it's okay
0: Okay, just uh, make sure to
8: Call you when I get there? I know
0: Yeah. That's the girl from Fifty Shades, Dakota Johnson You know, Johnson. um You could stay home uh, Do another year of high school if
8: you want. <laughs> Very funny, Dad
0: <laughs> Well, I'll see you at Thanksgiving
1: Yeah, I'll see you Hey, Dad. Yeah. Thanks.
0: You got it, kiddo. (sighs) Looks like your ride's here. Here comes the bus. You be careful, okay?
2: Dad, it's just ISIS.
0: It's just ISIS.
4: Take care of her. Telling the ISIS
3: terrorists to America. What that is that? <laughs> yeah. ISIS, A little girl, growing up to go join ISIS. ISIS,
8: uh. we'll take it from here, Dad.
3: <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, obviously, you know, Saturday Night Live is actually getting back to what it did best in 1975, and that is be completely outrageous and satirical and cynical and so on and so forth. So, I, you know, personally, I'm, I mean, it's, it's offensive. Uh, it's funny. So it's and Saturday Night Live. So, you know, also the source at 1130 at night, what's the big deal as far as I'm concerned? But those who have never been there um, uh, are, are e- more easily talked into doing this sort of a a skit, or a you know, so veterans wouldn't be as as amused by this as most people, I don't think. But still, I don't, I I don't care. You know, it doesn't really. It's stupid. They, it's I don't think it's a big. It's a Saturday Night Live skit. So are they supposed to be serious all the time? You know, one twelve. <laughs> oh, hello.
5: Arthur couldn't leave Drew and Tanya home alone. Because if you pull that Home Alone crap in a black neighborhood, they take away your kid. Oh.
2: <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067.
7: This is William Shatner, hey, William. and now here's your host. Yes. It's not fair to say that management has forgotten the Kimmer. Well, I, I mean, I... hell, it's not like they ever acknowledged
4: him in the first place. <laughs> Get real, people. And now here he is, at least until Friday, no, wait
3: a minute. Kim Peterson. <laughs> Look out! It's only me, one eighteen on News Radio one oh six seven. Yeah, it's very exciting. The new lineup starting next week is going to be Steve McCoy from six a.m. until eleven, and then Michael Graham from eleven a.m. till three. So it's kind
2: of a that I didn't know last year. Special the fucker, y'all,
3: I programming update for you here on News Radio been everywhere. One eighteen. eighteen. All right, now this—I uh, don't understand this at all. This is uh, somebody called Drake. Now, John Boy is bobbing his head as though you actually know this guy.
1: Yeah, he's a rapper from Toronto.
3: Rapper from Toronto. Okay. Drake has just tied a record with the Beatles. With the Beatles. For most songs on the Billboard Hot 100 chart at the same time with 14. The Beatles had 14 songs on the chart the week of April 11th, 1964, the height of Beatlemania. The last artist to come even close was Drake when he had 12 songs October two years ago. Now he's got 14. He's tied a record with the Beatles. This guy? I mean, come on, you're killing me here. Right, I, I, congratulations. I mean, you know, what do I know? I had right, actress-comedian Lorraine Newman, one of the old Saturday Night Live players. Lorraine Newman, 63 today. She was kind of, I met her, she was kind of snotty. She had a little, uh, she didn't, now, now listen for the record. Lorraine Newman did not do cocaine. She only liked the way it smelled. So, also, uh, yeah, probably uh, the best Bond number two, I mean, Sean Connery's the best Bond ever. The best second best Bond is Daniel Craig. He's 47 today, and he's close to being as good as, as Sean. I mean, Sean Connery was number one because he was the original Bond. I mean, you can't bond James Bond. I mean, you just don't get any better than that.
1: Over Pierce?
0: Really? Yeah. Oh my Pierce God. Pierce Brosnan? Oh, really? oh no!
3: Wait a minute!
0: Hold funny. everything! Stop! Stop!
3: Stop! No one ever has thought Pierce Brosnan would even be in the top seven of oh, James Bond. Really? Oh, my God, oh, man. No. Pierce Brosnan, old spaghetti arms. Oh, yeah. Old, little, little twinkie, twinkle, twinkle toes with those spaghetti arms. Yeah, he was a real oh, man. Hey, no. The, 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 Pierce. Uh huh. was a good eye? movie, but he not, uh, not, not Not Bond. Oh, God. No. Oh no, it's Sean Connery and then Daniel Craig and then anybody after that. I mean, you poor. Oh, <laughs> I, I feel so sorry for these millennials. Oh my! God. They never get out. They never do anything but this texting oh stuff. Have
0: you seen Sean Connery? You've
3: never seen them. You've never seen I Sean Connery. <laughs> anyway, hey wait a minute, we got Rodney. Hold on a <laughs> don't second. Live twice. First, there was the doctor. No Goldfinger. I mean, Come on, you're Hi. killing me here. All right, hold on. It's the newsbreaker. This is the annual newsbreaker. line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmy.
7: This is Jerry Seinfeld calling. Dude,
3: Jerry, how's it going, man? I don't going to man. tell
7: you how to do your show or anything, well, but all right. why? Yes, Are you giving away Jimmy Buffett tickets? <laughs> what do you mean, sir? I blew out my flip flop, stepped on a pop top. <laughs> Boy, George Gershwin's got nothing on this guy. <laughs> Jimmy's searching for his lost shaker of salt. Why don't you search for some real lyrics, you moron? <laughs> I've heard better lyrics in the Tillman and Associates jingle, I'm sorry.
3: What's their jingle again, the lawyers? Tillman and
7: Associates, express lane to the slammer.
3: No, that's not it, sir, I'm sure. Tillman
7: it. and Associates, will put a file in the cake. No,
4: no that can't be the Tillman
7: one. and Associates, you're going to get the needle. Oh, you
0: don't know, have lawyers over there.
7: KFC is coming out with edible coffee cups. Edible coffee cups. I guess they've given up on edible food. (laughs) Edible chicken, edible mashed potatoes. What's the deal with KFC? KFC. I mean, it's no big deal. John Boy's girlfriend has been gnawing on paper cups for years. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Kimmer. Yes, sir. Governor Nathan Deal said he would have called your show, but he didn't know you were back on the air. how would you know? <laughs>
4: Don't tell Steve McCoy gets a hero's welcome. We
7: can't even get a God-blessed sandwich <laughs> board over here. It's all right, sir. <laughs> Well, that dress video has gotten over thirteen. Oh, the guest, the dress video yeah, over the weekend has yeah, gotten thirteen million hits on YouTube. Kevin's color, gone viral. Color of that dress? As yeah. opposed to the new Village People video that was viral before they even posted it. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: said, well, "Viral, all right." <laughs> I got a little virals in Arizona. So. What
7: did you think the dress was? Some people thought it was white and gold. Yeah, that was
3: white and gold. Some
7: people thought it was blue and black. Yeah. Yeah. And Bill Clinton swears he saw a stain right above the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut In up! In his dreams. <laughs> John Boy. Nobody's <laughs> listening. Who cares
3: what I say? <laughs>
4: well,
3: they're all resting man. up for tomorrow morning, Steve McCoy program. So <laughs> that's right. I don't blame him. <laughs> I got my alarm set. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jerry. Did he have a hidden
7: camera when he came in the office?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just to make it fair. (laughs) Thank you, Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld for the giver. And in case you join us, uh, Steve McCoy is our new morning guy. He does the morning show with Cheryl White, and it's on from uh, it's a six to nine show right before Michael. And uh, in fact, I saw him. We came into the office when he came, we just after got off the came right in and said hi. And, and uh, a very nice guy. Well, you know Steve McCoy, his name's been out. He was oh, here yeah. for 30 years on the radio. It was a huge, huge hit in Atlanta for many years. And now he's with us on News Radio 1067. So welcome aboard. 124, it's only the camera, News Radio 1067. All right, let's get the James Bond thing. here. Uh, pick Chris, and Tony's coming up, and Rodney later. Hello, Chris. How's it going? Tell Give us a little James Bond deal, man.
7: Listen, Pierce Brosnan surprised me. He's way better than Daniel Craig. Oh, my God, man. Oh, Oh, no. Just, you're killing me. When I heard that he was going to be James Bond, I threw my head back and laughed. But when I saw that first James Bond film, I'm like, that guy nailed it. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, the first one, but not what? the second and yeah. the third and oh, the fourth one. Man.
4: No. No, no, no,
7: no, he, no. To me, he was almost almost as good as Sean Connery. The, that other guy, Timothy Dalton, he yeah. didn't get it done. And, you know, you can hold up Daniel Craig's picture with one hand if you want to, but that guy's not James well, Bond.
3: but, but the, Well, okay, I appreciate Craig. I totally disagree. Well, he, he's no better than Roger Moore, who was, you know, you don't want some British twit being, you know, some tea-drinking, finger-prancing twit being James Bond, for God's sakes. Oh, man. All right, here's Tony. Come on, help us help us out here, Tony. Who was the best James Bond? Now, now that we have a, finally have a topic people care about Thank here with God. the camera. <laughs> <Well, laughs>
7: I I actually agree with you. I, I really liked Sean Connery, um, although in my era it was Roger Moore. But uh, you were wrong about Sean Connery being the first one. He actually wasn't. There was another one. Uh, I believe the movie was His Majesty's no, Secret Service. No, 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 you're wrong. I think his name was Lazenby or something
3: like that. No, no that George Lazenby. That, that was after. The first one, was, Dr. No was the first movie, and then Goldfinger, I believe, and then...
0: Well, that was probably one before Goldfinger, I think. Uh, I think there was one before Goldfinger. Might have been. Uh, but not Dr. No was the first one. Yeah. And that was Ursula Andress
3: coming up and out of the water with yeah. her knife and the bikini and so forth. From
0: Russia with Love. From Russia with Love,
3: th- that was number two, and then Goldfinger. And, yeah, and, and, but that was all... You know, I mean, come on, James. Sean Connery's James Bond. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. <laughs> <no, laughs> Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> All right, quickly to Rodney on News Radio 106.7. Hey, Rodney, how's it going?
7: Hey, Kim, how you doing, buddy? Hi, right, what's hey, up, man? Uh, Sean Connery, hands down, in the argument. Yeah. Other quick, quick, uh, other thing. Yeah. I've been hearing bits and pieces about your program, and though you're not getting out there anymore, no right? I mean, I mean, what's the what's the new lineup? What's the, what's going to be the new lineup? Well,
3: I think the new lineup. Of course, they don't tell me anything, but they're not sure who I am or where my office is. Uh, the new lineup is uh, Steve McCoy from nine till eleven. And then from 11 till 3 in the afternoon is a Michael Graham show. So it's kind of a special two-man lineup thing, I think. I, I, think, oh, I man, forgot so. I was in there somewhere. I, uh, maybe weekend overnights or something. We're not sure. Oh, where it's oh okay. okay. I just
8: <laughs> want to know. And also, hey, how about, how about the CD for the Kimmer Nation? Please, we've been begging you
7: forever. Please, you know, please, Rodney, please.
3: I'll tell you what. We're, we're going to make this an official thing for Rodney. We're going to get that CD, uh, Kimmer CD for Rodney. How about that? We'll make up. We'll do we, it. I, It'll I, be a short CD. So you the best of Kimmer. <laughs> it's <rounds> runs four minutes. <laughs> anyway, it's all coming your way. I'm sure we'll. Uh, I'm sure we'll do it. Uh, coming up, we'll have um, Lion or Lamb: The March of March. Next with the Kimmer on News Radio 106.7. You're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show.
1: Tune in from noon to three Monday to Friday for more fun with the Kimmer, Pete the Hangman, and me, John Boy, on News Radio 106.7. I say, I say, this is Foghorn <laughs> Leghorn, Foghorn.
4: son, yeah,
1: and yeah. this portion of the Kim
7: Peterson show yes, is brought to you by the new Star Trek movie. Oh, it's Star a Trek. little
6: different this time. Leonard Nimoy will be playing Bones. I said, oh, Doctor oh, Spock will be playing oh, Bones. He died. Bones. It's a joke, son. <laughs> oh, and now
4: here's your host, oh, Kim Peterson, I'm
3: throwing him to you, underhanded boy. I say, I say, boy. Yes, the hills are alive. The Sound of Music. This was the day, 1965. Rodgers and Hammerstein's Broadway musical, The Sound of Music, became a movie with Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer. World premiere in New York's Rivoli Theater on this day, 1965. Also, a couple of... Broadcasting extravaganzas, yeah. In 1940, cartoon character Elmer Fudd made his debut. I said Elmer Fudd made his debut in a Warner Brothers animated short, Elmer's Candid Camera, in which the title character, Elmer Fudd, pits himself against a rascally widow wabbit, the precursor to Bugs Bunny. I'll get that wig we wed a wabbit and wing as zeoist. Like I'm a fudge. <laughs> 1940. A <laughs> <all its way. laughs> and in, uh, on this day, I did not know this, in 1955, nine months, 1955, nine months before Rosa Parks' famous act of defiance, nine months before that. A black high school student named Claudette Colvin in Montgomery, Alabama, refused to give up her seat on a public bus to a white man, and she was arrested nine months before Rosa Parks in montgomery alabama all right look on, it's only me 135 all right julie have a good one 844-404-1067 no no, no everything's good oh by the way our, our boss uh, uh greg something uh, just brought me in a thing uh the first james bonds for the record we're having a, a, a minor spat it's not a big deal we're, we're going to get off of this in a minute because we have actual news things to talk about and, and actual topics but uh, the first actual james bond was in 1954 a guy named barry nelson who was an american the first ever james bond it was 1954, Ian Fleming got 1000 bucks for the TV rights for Casi- Casino uh, Royale. Uh, it was an hour of TV special in black and white on Mystery Climax Theater. Peter Lorre uh, played uh, Le Chiffre. What? Mystery what? <laughs> Mystery Climax <laughs> Theater. <laughs> to some people, it, it is a... Mystery. Well, let's keep moving. it. With- <laughs> <laughs> get the old memory banks going. I, some kind. I get a little tingle, but it's something, I, I can't, I don't quite have it. I can't, I used to be a, I can't, I can't think of what so it was, close. but I think I used to, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, in 1956, Bob Holness was the voice for James Bond in a South African radio adaptation of the play, movie. Uh, 1962, Bob Simmons, a stuntman uh, for Dr. James Bond's Dr. No film, released in 1962 uh, opened with a gun barrel sequence that would become a trademark of the Bond series. James Bond, played by stuntman Bob Simmons, walked in a white backdrop, shown through the gun barrel, and Bond quickly turns and shot the assassin. And that was 1950, uh, 1962. It was the first person to portray the 007 figure. And it was 62 to 67 with Sean Connery doing the actual Dr. No, and uh, Arth- Albert Broccoli and Harry Saltzman brought it to life. Anyway, and Roger Moore... Uh, took over in the 60s as well. All right, look out. Here we go. All right, 137 is only the Kimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Putitat Tat threatened to shoot down Israeli jet fighters if they attacked Iran's nuclear facilities in 2014. The news agency Ma'an in Bethlehem cites a Kuwaiti newspaper report over the weekend Israel discovered the United States and Iran were involved in secret talks. This is the stink that's going on about Netanyahu coming to America to talk about Iran, uh, complaining that America's doing Iran uh, and and U.S. talks on nuclear weapons. Israel says, you're nuts, you can't trust these people, period. What are you even talking about? Well, in 2014, the Israeli minister, who had good ties with the administration, revealed the plan to Secretary of State John Kerry that Israeli jets were going to bomb the Iran, Iranian, Iranian nuclear facilities in 2014. The Israeli minister told John Kerry, he told Putitat, and Putitat said he will shoot down the Israeli jets before they reach their targets. He would shoot them down. The Israeli jets even did experimental flights in Iran's airspace, breaking through radar to prove that they could do it. And then uh, diplomat, is member is a big new Brzezinski, a former diplomat. Uh, in 2008, he called on Putty Tat to shoot down Israeli planes if they fly over American airspace to get to Iraq and Iran. He said, we're going to sit there and watch. He was Jimmy Carter's uh, uh, national security advisor. Of uh, what's that? Of
0: course.
3: Of course, yeah. Anyway, uh, he was also a top advisor to Obama, but then he was downgraded after charges that he was had an anti-Israeli attitude. No kidding, he told Putitat to shoot down Israeli jet fighters trying to blast Iran's nuclear facilities. You've got to be kidding. And <laughs> this is how our president relates to the Israelis. Uh, again, you know, Netanyahu who's a warrior. man was in uniform for God's. He's a killer for crying out loud. And Putitat does this. In fact, they've been talking about it. Um, I I find it hard to believe that John Kerry uh, still thinks that, uh, you know, everything uh, seems to be fine. Hard to believe. It's been, uh, uh, frankly, remarkable to me, uh, to the extent to which, over the last five or six weeks, the White House uh, has uh, attacked the prime minister, uh, attacked me, uh, for wanting to hear from one of our closest allies. And then King Abdullah says, Oh, yeah, ISIS, guess what's coming toward your way?
7: I think uh, if um, ISIS, or Dash as we call them, um, tried to intimidate uh, Jordanians, I think it just had the reverse effect. Dash has now
1: got a sort of a, a tiger by the tail.
3: <laughs> there you go. And King Abdullah is nobody's uh, fool, man. He is a warrior. Uh, but first, Frank Sinatra musically entertaining the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Frank,
4: strange. To the boss, yes, no one knows him. Kim is out along. Respect won't show him. They pull out all the stuff when they get someone new. Hey, how about that Steve McCoy?
7: Any wild? Any
4: sensational? Writings on the wall. Yes, it's no mystery, no mentions at all. Tell me he's history <laughs> won't be very long before the Kimmer's through.
7: And right after Steve McCoy, it's Michael Graham. After that, who cares? stranger
4: to the <laughs> boss. And all the big brass, soon the Kimmer will be tossed.
3: No, wait a minute.
4: And from that moment that they said their first hello... Little did we know, the Kimmer he had just been had. From now on, they would call him Brad. (laughs) Ever since that day, Kimmer was hired. He's been treated like, he just got fired. No one seems to care. About strangers on the air. <laughs> Sing it, Frankie! Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> Baba Bob Dooby. Bob <Ba-ba-dabba-dee>. Bob <laughs> Dooby. Those strangers on the air.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Franco. Frank Sinatra, Old Dead Eyes, right here on News Radio 1067.
0: We got some rather sad news here. What you know, Beverly Hall, the former superintendent of the Atlanta Public School System? Yeah, she was fighting cancer. Oh, she, she died. She, she passed
3: away. Oh yeah. man, yeah. She they let her off of the tri- of the uh, trial, the Atlanta Public Schools trial, mm-hmm. because of her cancer. Um, a former superintendent in uh, a battle stage four breast cancer. There is no stage five. She was in charge of the district for twelve years. Retired from Atlanta Schools until they had a scathing report uh, saying that she was a cheat and a crook, and tried to screw the the truth out of. Uh, what children are doing in Atlanta public schools. A Cancer spread to her liver and bones, and uh, she has passed away. She was 66. Beverly Hall, dead, former school's chief who uh, was not uh, well enough to stand trial, dead at the age of 66.
2: The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7.
4: This is Chief Ironside. Hey, Chief. And now here's your host. Yes, sir. A man who I really <laughs> pity because he doesn't have anybody pushing for him. I said he doesn't have anybody pushing pulling, for it. Here he is until Friday. Talk about a mercy killing,
3: <laughs> no, Kim Peterson. No, no, everything's fine. <laughs> Even poor Tiffany says, "All right, my phone's dying, and I need answers." <laughs> no, I'm not going anywhere. Kim is not going anywhere for at least a month or
5: more. Here's
3: Dusty Springfield, who. Uh, Passed away on this day in 1999 from breast cancer. She was 59 years old. It was on this day in 1999. And we found out today that Beverly Hall passed away from breast cancer. She was the Atlanta Public Schools chief who was on trial, but they let her quit being on trial and give her a break because of her very serious medical condition. And Beverly Hall passed away uh, today. Just got the word at 66. All right, look out. Here we go. It's only the Kimmer. A couple of things here. This was a day in 1793, first president of the Republic of Texas. Sam Houston was born near Lexington, Virginia, 1793. And then on, on his birthday, the Republic of Texas formally declared its independence from Mexico in 1836. So there you go. All right, look out. On. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844 404, <coughs> excuse me, 1067. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, they're going to uh, kill that uh, uh, killer, Kelly Gieson-Dainer, tonight. We'll talk about uh, a couple of good crime stories in the news, including if you've seen the video of the a homeless man shot by the cops before you start going nuts. Now, I didn't see what these protesters are thinking they're seeing, but we'll get to that in a minute. First, I mentioned Beverly Hall. Here's Ann on news Radio 106.7, 148 at the time. Hello, Ann. Thanks for holding. What's going on? Uh,
8: my heart's broken at the death of Beverly Hall. I worked my tenure as a long-term substitute teacher, in the Atlanta Public Schools actually paralleled her stay there. She was a wonderful person, and as a teacher in those classrooms, you could feel the growth of the Atlanta Public Schools under Beverly Hall. She was a terrific superintendent. Her biggest uh, enemy, of course, was the the Atlanta Chamber of Commerce, who were always in there digging for contracts. Our public monies were their members.
3: Yeah, those and, darn know, anti-union people. Yeah.
8: Yeah, you, you, Oh, please. Okay, anyway. <laughs> well, don't is, start.
3: I mean, you complain about the Chamber of, that of that Commerce. That what are you kidding? And Beverly Hall was, was in charge of one of the most corrupt public school systems in the country.
8: That is not true. It is I mean, true. stop saying it. It is not true. And it's absolutely and it's, true. It's, 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 it's,
3: They put her on trial for
8: it. I I was in those classrooms. I'm no way corruptible, as you probably have learned by now. And (laughs) there was nothing, there is nothing corrupt about Beverly Hall, no her administration. This is just the SACS people trying, as usual, to squeeze money out of predominantly black school districts. But I won't get into that. Oh, my God. (laughs) She deserves better. Her memory should, should dwell in all of our hearts because she was a good person. And she was an excellent administrator. And you could feel the progress that she administered in the Atlanta public schools. I hope that's what people will remember about her, in spite of all the nonsense from people like you from the outside who don't know what you're talking
3: about. Okay, right. thanks so much, Ann, because I you know, don't know what I'm talking about. All I know is that she was on trial as one of the most corrupt administrators in the history of Atlanta freaking public schools. What do you think, they made it up? You, am I supposed to feel sorry for her because she died? Too bad she died. I am sorry that she died, but too damn bad. Who's not going to die? Raise your hands. Everybody, who's not going to die? Anybody at all? Anybody going to get out of this alive? Thank you very much. The whole news, from raising her hands. This is incredible. You know, I mean, the, you know, I, I'm sorry she's dead, but I'm not going to you know, turn a blind eye to the facts of the situation. The woman oversaw a, a corrupt public school system. You, you don't think she had anything to do with it? They, they, one testimony after another, well, she, they, she made them change the grades. She's a crook. She was a cheat. She loved your school kids so much she wanted to cheat to fake their, uh, their uh, success. <laughs> Jesus, you gotta, and I'm the one that doesn't know anything because I wasn't a teacher. Oh, yeah, I was a teacher, not in Atlanta, but I've been a teacher. And I have a master's degree. <sighs> Jeez, give me a break. You know, I mean, j- just stop it. I mean, you know, this politically correct crap. I'm sorry she's dead, but what the hell difference does that make? And when Tiger Woods dies, if I'm still alive, I'm gonna say, oh, I'll never forget the time he was a cheat on the golf course along with his cheating on his wife. Sorry. All right. Hey, wait a minute, there's a the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Peter Griffin calling. Hey Peter from Family
7: Guy. How's it going, Peter? Well, I wanted to congratulate you on your new morning show. <laughs> well, no, I... well, actually, I have to. That's part of the new call screening they're doing now. <laughs> Conversely, if you mention the Kimmers' name on another show like Michael Graham or Steve McCoy, they hit the dump button. It's part of the new rules here.
3: I know, it can't be true, sir.
4: Dump
7: button? That sounds like something you used to summon a Marty alibi, doesn't it? <laughs> can
3: I have the dump button, please? <laughs> <laughs> who
7: could forget the Kimmers' first day on the air? First day, yeah. Management, Before. apparently. I didn't even think they listened, did they?
3: They
0: weren't sure who I was.
7: I understand that Brett the truck driver called Steve McCoy this morning. Oh, is that right? I- Hey, you can't blame a guy for wanting to hop on a winner, you know? I mean, (laughs) I say, good, let Brett drag that guy's show down for a year and a half and leave us the hell alone for a while, you know? (laughs) It's fine, Peter. He's all right. Anyway, the bad news is many yeah. Democrats plan to boycott Benjamin Netanyahu's speech to Congress.
3: Boycott the speech?
7: The good news is Netanyahu says, so that's all right. I still don't feel half as snubbed as the Kimmer does. You know what I mean? At <laughs> well, least no. I have some people in my corner.
3: <laughs> it's all right, sir. You know, I got a
7: few folks pulling for me, unlike the Kimmer. I mean, <laughs> it's okay, I sir. bet Benjamin Netanyahu may be snubbed by Democrats, but at least I have a picture on the homepage of the State of Israel's website, you know? <laughs> I'll take things the Kimmer can't relate to for a $100, Alex.
3: <laughs> it's okay sir you
7: mentioned the new james bond
3: james bond yeah.
7: well you mentioned the old james bond lois yeah. and i are looking forward to the new james uh, bond the you new know? james bond i heard yeah, that new movie gold package <laughs> no
3: <laughs> black guy know
7: that... <laughs> <laughs> the aston martin's replaced by a deuce and a quarter i can't wait for that you know
3: <laughs> crown and in the
7: back a tag applied for a sticker in the front window you know <laughs> <laughs>
3: A tag applied for?
7: <laughs> yeah, the new bond backs into the parking space for a quick escape. <laughs> I understand he likes his malt liquor shake. I'm not sure. Oh, it's going to be great, no, camera <laughs> <laughs> hey, the veterinarian that treats your horse, Jack, just called. Want me to pass along a message?
3: Oh, he's treating Jack. Well, what? Yeah, yeah. My...
7: The vet says if you need him here for the next day, dance, so, he's going to be in Jackson, Georgia, giving the lethal injection to Kelly, Renee, and Danny. You know. Apparently, he's bringing that special Clyde Steel needle to make sure.
4: <laughs> She's a
7: big
8: girl.
7: <laughs> a horse is a horse, a horse, a horse, a horse, of course. Of Not course. everyone knows how to kill a horse, unless <laughs> of course the talking horse is known as
3: Kelly Renee. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Glad we can Peter. laugh at these <laughs> things <laughs>
3: like it. It's like our own minstrel show right here.
7: Boy, the things that some women will do to get out of being prosecuted, I'll tell you that, boy.
4: Oh, man. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Oh, you're going to make
3: Ann come down here. <laughs> Great to be here, yeah, Easy for you to say you're leaving. That's I'm right. just sitting duck till three. <laughs> oh, by the way, have you heard something? <laughs> no, they never told me much, Peter. <laughs> Thank you so you got much. got leaving tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> Peter Griffin. Look out! Mercy! It's only the Kimmer. It's only me. News Radio 1067. All right, here's uh, Pat. And hold on, Mike will be up in a minute. 155. Hello, Pat. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Well,
5: oh, nope. Hi,
8: Kimmer. Hi, Pat. Uh, I heard on the local radio station in Jasper this morning that they're going to be honoring all Vietnam veterans at the National Cemetery in Canton, Georgia at 11 o'clock on Saturday.
3: On Saturday, what's the occasion?
8: Uh, it's the fiftieth anniversary of the Vietnam War.
3: It's the March seventh. Uh,
8: yes, they just said this Saturday.
3: Well, I'll be darned. So uh, I 50- thought I
8: would let you know. Well, thank
3: you. I know I did. I did not know that. Um, I will thank you so much, Pat. I appreciate that. Well, there's got to be announcements. Is that Canton. the French
0: involvement in it? Or no, well, that involved? goes back five hundred <laughs> years. You know,
3: in fact, when I was in Vietnam, the kids there uh, all spoke three languages. Vietnamese, French, and English. And they learned it in schools. And they, they, they were all conversing in French, all of them. Everybody in the street in Vietnam knows French. At least two languages, and usually three. Uh, 156, uh, quickly let's get to Mike on News Radio 106.7. Hello, Mike. Hey, Cameron, how you doing, man? Hi, what's going on, sir? I just wanted to
7: kind of fill in a little more on the Beverly Hall. You know, she was on that game show with uh, Foxworthy.
1: You're not smarter than a Oh, yeah,
3: smarter fifth than a fifth grader, grader. yeah. She
1: was the only one to ever win the whole grand prize. She was that smart. But you know what? She won the, I, well, I forget what the amount was, a million dollars or whatever. Wow.
7: She was the only one to ever do it of all the contestants they had. But the money was supposed to go to charity. Yeah. She kept the money when she filed bankruptcy and never went to where it was supposed to go. Nice person she is. Is that
3: right? Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> Mike, thanks, man. I, I believe I, I believe you're taking your word. And no no question she was a smart woman. I mean, she was out of the schools. I mean, she's obviously a, you know, brilliant, bright, educated woman. Doesn't mean she has any character or standards.
0: Yeah. And I know when I want to steal some money, a lot of money, yeah. I go to a black school system because that's <laughs> where the money is. Yeah. Can you believe? I mean,
3: what did she criticized. No, never mind. You, you, can't, you can't talk to them. You can't, the, the, the people like, you know, who call in and complained, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. A lot of rich guys go into black school systems to steal their money. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's oh, 157, man. i got to take a break or something. <laughs>
1: You're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Tune in from noon to three, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the Kimmer, Pete, the Hangman, and me, John Boy, on News Radio
2: 106.7. The Kimmer was married by a judge. Yeah, well, he should uh, have asked for a jury. <laughs> <in> <laughs> no the wait a the Kimmer <laughs> Show on News Radio 106.7. Thank you very much.
3: Look out, two oh five. It was on this day in 1989, Madonna's Pepsi commercial premiered on TV. The Pepsi commercial by Madonna was set to this new single at the time, Like a Prayer, in 1989. It lasted about two days, and then uh, the networks pulled it off because of the controversial religious images. Hey, it's Madonna! <laughs> so, uh, hold your surprise there, will you? Uh, A couple of things in history of this date. March 2nd, 1933. The original King Kong movie premiered in New York City. 1933. Fay Ray and all those guys. In 1944, on this date, Casablanca won the Best Picture Academy Award. Jennifer Jones won Best Actress for her role in The Song of Bernadette. 1944. Casablanca, one of the great. Great movies of all time. We have a correction. Correction.
0: For, oh, yes. Correction for the camera. Here we go. Uh, one of the callers said it was Beverly Hall who won the million dollars. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was Georgia's top educator, state superintendent, Kathy Cox.
3: Ah, uh, the state superintendent, not the Atlanta school superintendent. Ah, uh, Kathy Cox. And did she
0: keep the money? Supposedly, she promised it to three Georgia schools for the deaf and blind, but it may not have gotten there. Well, mm-hmm. they couldn't hear her or see her, so what are they supposed to do? Oh, oh sorry. Oh. <laughs>
5: How
3: do you know I promised it? (laughs)
4: You are fired! Thank
3: you. By the way, a couple of things uh, that I I hope for. I hope that two guys in Toms River, New Jersey, are going to pay the piper for this one. Two guys, Toms River, New Jersey, icy, cold, snowy winter. They have their truck. They're out on a lake on the ice doing donuts. Figure eights some circles having fun doing donuts in their truck. When all of a sudden, of course, because they are on water, the truck fell in. They disappeared. The cops came. Someone said there's a truck fell through the ice. The cops came with their rescue teams and did an entire search looking for victims in the truck. The two guys later apparently came forward but never told them or never stayed to let them know what was going on. And the worst part about it, their dog was left in the truck and their dog didn't make it. The two guys got away and left their dog to drown in the icy waters of Toms River, New Jersey, doing their donuts in a truck. Why the hell couldn't they have drowned?
0: Seriously.
3: Honest to God, I, I, I wish they had drowned. <clears throat> anyway, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven is one of the camera.
0: On a lighter note, donuts, donuts. Oh, the donut shop is
3: open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some, what's a weird name? Da Vinci's. Da Vinci's donuts. I don't. Ooh. know. And they're little. They're round donuts. And they, and they have all the all the flavor stuff on the outside. They don't make like filled donuts. I thought. I don't think. It's all, and they have bacon, and, I mean, it's weird. I it's strange. Oh, it's just, stuff, I just put it right on my waist, on my waist. And, and, and uh, this is not on the Quick Weight Loss Center program, I might add, <laughs> by the way, just for the record. All right, it's 208. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. All right, we've got News Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. We'll also have uh, Holy Crap at Sports with Pete Davis here very, very shortly. Uh, we also have more Newsmaker line, sponsored by the Sighting doc. Did I just say that a moment ago? Doctor. Also in the newest song to get to you. And uh, some uh, the homeless guy shot by the cops in Los Angeles. Now they're all upset, but the guy went for a cop's gun. Come on, you're kidding me. Don't we all know the rule? If you go for a cop's gun, he gets to shoot you? Idiots. Maybe it's just March. It's March 2nd. Oh, is March coming in like a lion or a lamb, and what's the difference? So let's go to our weather official weather, man. Uh, Jean Belushi.
7: Last
5: week we made a comment that March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb. Now here to reply is our chief meteorologist, uh, Jean <laughs> Belushi, with a seasonal report. Thank you, Chevy. Well, another winter is almost over, and March, true to form, has come in like a lion, and hopefully will go out like a lamb. All right, sir. At least that's how March works here in the United States. But did you know that March behaves differently in other countries? Norway, for example, March comes in like a polar bear and goes out like a walrus. (laughs) Or take the case of Honduras, where March comes in like a lamb and goes out like a salt marsh harvest mouse. (laughs) Let us compare this to the Maldive Islands, where March comes in like a wildebeest and goes out like an ant. A tiny little ant about this big. <laughs> or I consider the Republic of South Africa where March comes in like a lion and goes out like a different lion. Like one has a mane and one doesn't have a mane. Or in certain parts of South America where March swims in like a sea otter. Then it slithers out like a giant anaconda. There you can buy land real cheap, you know. And there's a country where March... Hops in like a kangaroo and stays a kangaroo for a while. Yeah, take it and then it easy. becomes a slightly smaller kangaroo. Then, then, then for a couple of days, it's sort of a cross between a, a frilled lizard and a common house cat. Wait, 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 wait. Then it changes back into a smaller kangaroo, Hold on. and wait. then it goes out like a, like a wild dingo. Now, now and, and it's not Australia. Now, now, you'd think it would be Australia, but John. it's not. John. A look, pal! <laughs> I know a country where March comes in like an emu and goes out like a taper, and they don't even know what it means. All right? Now, listen, there are nine different countries where March comes in like a frog and goes out like a golden retriever. But that's like the weird part. No, no, the weird Easy. part. Easy.
4: samurai, samurai. 210,
3: 210. In like a lion lamb, who knows. All right, it's on the camera. Let's get the mic on News Radio 1067. Mike, thanks for holding. How are you doing, sir?
7: I'm doing well, Kimmer. I um, I travel, and I'm in and out of the car quite a bit, but uh, I try to make my schedule when you're on because I certainly enjoy your show more than anything.
3: Well, thank you. Very and, kind of you.
7: Well, I I mean that sincerely, and then I hear about this
3: programming change. What, what's going <laughs> well, on? <no. laughs> I was, that's my bad. I was saying we have the new Steve McCoy. does a new morning show, and I was saying... Uh, if you go by everything you can see, like on our website and stuff, it seems like it's kind of a two-man show. So I was just joking that it's a Steve McCoy will be on from 6 to 11 – and then Michael Graham will be on from 11 to 3. <laughs> so, <laughs> because if you look at any of our publicity materials yeah. and the website stuff, it's kind of hard to, you have to try to hunt for the, the whoever it is who's on noon to you 3. So, yeah, so, <laughs> so No, no, it's all right. I, we, we know. Anyway, so we're just having a little, a little humble fooling around here to kind of bring us all in one big happy family. But I I'm, hopefully not going anywhere for a while yet.
7: Well, I hope not, because if it wasn't for Ronald Reagan and the Donald and, uh, you know, the newsmaker
8: line, my, na- my day just wouldn't be wouldn't be the same. Well, I feel the
3: same way, Mike, and I'm, I wouldn't be the same without you either and all our great listeners on News Radio 1067. Thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. All right, 844 404 1067. Hold on, Steve. We got Newsmaker Lines. I got stuff, songs, Frank Sinatra 212. I haven't seen a seal
5: white like this since the Republican National Convention.
2: But Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067.
5: Hello, my (laughs) name is
4: Charnak (laughs) the Magnificent. Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to you by Don't Mention It. Don't Mention It. What are the promotion department's strict orders regarding the Kimmer Show? (laughs) And now, here's your host, how
3: about that, Steve McCoy, Jonathan Heston. Thank you so much. (laughs) Look (laughs) out, it's only the silent me. Yes, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback, Pittsburgh Steelers 33 today. Wilt Chamberlain scored his 100 points for the Warriors in the game against the Knicks on this day in 1962. 100 points in the game, still a record. Wow! And as holy crap at sports, Pete Davis tells us, Wilt uh, Chamberlain also had a record of scoring 20,000 women. At least. He claims 20,000 women partners. 20,000. That would be 1,000 a year. That would be three a day for 20 years. Can you give me a reach around on three <laughs> I, mean, three?
0: <laughs> I mean, three women a day for 20 years?
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, like a anyway, here's a sports well, the sports thing. Well,
0: happy birthday to my sister. I won't say how old hey, she sis. is. Hey, sis,
3: excellent. Bring uh, her on down here once in a while. She's older than me. Oh, there you are.
0: Jack Nicholas has his name on many a product, but now you can think about the Golden Bear as you lick his ice cream Ice cone.
3: cream, Jack the Bay,
0: yeah. The Schwann Food Company is making seven signature flavors for Jack, including banana ice cream with the look and taste of Golden Bear Tinkle. Uh, Other flavors (laughs) include Sarcastic Swing Evaluation Strawberry. Now, wait a minute. And Chunky Golfer Chocolate Chunk. And (laughs) my favorite, Condescending Commentary Caramel. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Jimmy Johnson won the race at AMS yesterday, but the big winner was driver Travis Quapple. They found Travis's stolen race car by the side of the road near Snellville. Yeah. On a side note, Snellville was the site of an Oscar Mayer Wienermobile sighting this weekend by this reporter. By Pete Davis. I am a Wiener magnet. I have seen this vehicle at least three times in my life. And
3: you almost team-boated it every
0: time. Yes, that's right. Uh, (laughs) Say, wouldn't it be funnier to watch a 500-mile race when they're racing from here to Charleston, West Virginia? It's I just like in it. Circles. It's
3: just, you get there fastest. Yeah, and the <laughs>
0: road race man. The quick trip could be the uh, pit stop.
3: <laughs> By the way, that Quavel guy, whatever his name is, had the Qua, Quavle, I was reading in Sports Illustrated. They were talking about suspending uh, Bush because of his girlfriend business. Quavel was actually convicted or pleaded guilty. To beating uh, his wife or girlfriend, mm-hmm. and was uh, and, and basically nothing happened to him. And now since then, and because of the Ray Rice case in football, mm-hmm. NASCAR said, "Oh, that's it. You're suspended." But I don't think they suspended Quaffle when he did it like three years ago. Apparently, was uh, either pleaded guilty or was convicted of, of wife abuse,
0: beating a girlfriend. Or wife, I something did not like that. Yeah, was
3: in Sports Illustrated right over the weekend.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jeff Gordon got bounced into a concrete wall. He wasn't too happy about mm-hmm. the no padding on mm-hmm. it, and neither was commentator Michael Waltrip. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: uh, first Ernie Banks, now another Chicago sports legend is gone. Minnie Minoso. He's dead, Jim. The White Sox pioneer passed away at the age of 90 or 92, wow. depending on who you believe. Found dead in the driver's seat of his car. Minoso, the first Chicago baseball player in 1951 that was African American. Or actually Cuban. He was Cuban. Yeah. Black. And black he,
3: Cuban or something. And he has a record. He does? One of oh, two five guys. decades.
0: He, he had it in that bat. Five yeah, different he bat. Had, he,
3: they actually re-signed him when he was 57 or something mm. in, in the 60s for one game or something so he could have a five-decade career. Now, a lot of people were shocked.
0: It was like, hey, Mitty, why aren't you breathing? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my, he was known as the Cuban Comet. Oh, it gets worse. Uh, because he could clean a sink like no one's business. No, that's not <laughs> true. <laughs> the spick and span of that story <laughs> hey, is completely... Wait, 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 wait. It wasn't a good weekend for White Sox players around their vehicles. Chai huh? uh, Sox ace Chris Sale is out for a few weeks after breaking his foot, unloading Minnie Mendoza from his truck. Oh, so. that's a horrible <laughs> tragedy. <laughs> that's, that's just horrible. Hey. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, great general, great president, great American. He's dead, Jim. Professional <laughs> baseball player? Now, wait a minute. Maybe. Really? Ike reportedly played for Class D Junction City in 1911, playing under a false name to maintain eligibility for college. He went by the name Wilson a year before joining the football team at Army. Eisenhower supposedly admitted to this to Braves manager Bob Coleman and New York Giants skipper Mel Ott in 45. He called it the one secret of his life, well, despite that secretary mistress. Well, the whole cheating the on his wife thing, yeah. Uh, Ike played the field, so to speak.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: hey. the oh. <laughs> He had 355 in the minors. Wow. Yeah. And what does 49ers tight end Vernon Davis do in the offseason? Well, I'm guessing study chess, help the homeless. That's true. And train guard dogs. Ah. Vernon just bought a Belgian Malinois. Malinois. Ah, to protect his family. It's like a family. German
3: Shepherd. It's a smaller version of a German Shepherd. Very good police dogs.
0: Well, that's what he likes. He says it's cute. But will rip your arm out of your socket if you give it the side eye. <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> Barbarian sportswoman Rhonda Rousey talk about ripping your arm off oh, took man. all of 13 seconds to dispatch of her unworthy opponent yeah, Saturday night yeah. in fact it took longer for me to read that than it took for and, her to do this. and her
3: opponent was worthy her opponent's a killer well, and she did destroyed her that was an did arm the old bar. arm bar yeah yeah and
0: this is' what it sounded like it was horrible <laughs> A lot of uncle oh, things said there. Mercy. And now your World Cup cricket update. All right. The Pakistan goat tickling mountain Arabs. Oh wait a minute. Spank the Zimbabwe two story mud hut designing rhino horn poachers. That <laughs> can't be there. Again. The Sri Lanka swamp dwelling bamboo nibblers. <laughs> Over the English tea-sipping, royal inbreeding, third-world colonizers. That's <laughs> getting hard to put on a uniform. <laughs> yeah, really? That's kind of long.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much, Pete Davis, right here, two twenty two. Hey, wait a minute. Special late-live edition of the Newsmaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsmaker Line there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Jackie Mason calling your show. <laughs> Jackie, how's it going, man? Well, the new morning show is great. It's a great show.
7: I didn't hear it, but it must be because they've actually put a press release out about it. You know, I mean, <laughs> Kim has been on the air since twenty to thirteen, <laughs> and the man is harder to find than a vein for the lethal injection for Kelly <laughs> Renee. I, I guess I should have used a different analogy than that
4: one, but unfortunate. <laughs>
7: <laughs> They're going to photograph the execution tonight in Jackson, Georgia. The photograph? What yeah, photograph? I'm guessing the photographer's going to go through three rolls of films and six rolls of fat. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Great to be on the show, by the way. John Boehner and Mitch McConnell, what are they doing caving in yeah. on illegal amnesty? Caving on amnesty? if I'd known it was going to be this big of a problem, yeah. I would have mowed my own lawn all these years. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of take off on another kind of a... <laughs> no, it's okay. We will elaborate, if we can no. help it, you know. No. But I, Jackie Mason, do not think it's fair that yeah. illegal aliens can come here from yeah. Mexico yeah. and get good-paying American jobs that ought to be going to India. <laughs> thank you for calling tech support would you like a slurpee with your laptop you <laughs> my know. name is
3: billy smith yeah right <laughs> we always answer 30 seconds
7: <laughs> we put you on hold for a day and a half yeah, billy smith.
3: thank you billy
7: <laughs> ron why are these democrats boycotting my good friend benjamin netanyahu They're boycotting i mean you know is Met and Yahoo gonna talk about putting people back to work, you know, creating jobs, <laughs> things that John Lewis would object to, you know asking Americans to contribute to society? I stuff mean stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I finally spit that one out. Got that one out. Obama's threat threatened once to shoot down Israeli jets. Can you believe that? Shoot them down, yeah. If Barry had gone through that with that decision, yeah. he would have only gotten 85% of the Democrat vote. What's wrong with my people, Kimmer? I don't understand, sir. I don't want to speak ill of the departed Beverly Hall. Yeah. Hull, yeah well. But the woman was always a cheater. <laughs> Once on a math test, the teacher said, Show all your work. She threw a picture of her classmate copying the other guy's paper.
3: <laughs> See, they should have known.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Show all your work. She threw a picture of herself picture, copying Steve, the classmate's paper. That's paper. what I get for speaking ill of the departed. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that Jeff. Gordon was slammed into a wall and he had an accident on the racetrack. <laughs> if you're
3: <going> to be... <laughs> <laughs> well, it was after hours. The guy was good looking.
7: He... <laughs> I tell you what, though, you know, Mitch, yeah. I, I feel bad already about yeah. doing those Kelly Renee Gissendana jokes. I mean, you've got to yeah. give the woman a lot of credit, Kim. A lot of credit. She was sir.
3: a take charge type of person. Take charge person? When it
7: came time to get rid of the husband, Kelly Renee didn't do like your final wife and hope that prostate cancer would do it for her. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is a very cheery call. <laughs> she,
3: she, she tried to buy some prostate cancer pills on the black market. I, I didn't <laughs> feed them to me slowly. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I'm sorry, Mrs. Fantasy Goddess. I did all I could. He pulled through anyway. He <laughs> <We> made it. <laughs> Great to be on the Thank you, Jackie. Always an drew honor. She threw a picture of herself copying the of classmates' paper. Doing her because work. Because the teacher See. said, show all your vice.
3: Your yes, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Jackie Mason. Great to be on the Look show. Out. All right, hold everything. Quickly to stand on News Radio 106.7. My official, unofficial black guy, Stanley. How's it going, my friend?
7: I'm all right, Kim. Uh, you know, I'm uh, sorry to hear about the sad news, man, with... But you go on the weekends or whatever, but look, (laughs) we...
0: But
3: look,
0: we a uh, uh, Pete calling himself a wiener
3: magnet. What do you expect, man? <laughs> <laughs> no one <else> got that. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Stan. <laughs> Be careful out there. You have a great day too. Holy moly. All right, we got Stephen Charles on News Radio 1067 by a second. More newsbreaker lines sponsored by the sighting doctor. Oh, and the story of the Nigerian crowd and the little teenage girl and the homeless shooting. And the, the texting from the girl to tell her boyfriend, ah, oh, go ahead and get back in the car with a carbon monoxide hose in there to kill yourself. Take a chance. 227 on News Radio, that's right, 1067. You're listening
1: to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Tune in from noon to three, Monday to Friday, for more fun with The Kimmer, Pete, The Hangman, and me, John Boy, on News Radio 1067.
6: You know who I am. <laughs> this is Walter White. Say my name. And now here's your host. A man who actually doesn't sound that bad, especially considering he's been broadcasting from under a rock for a year and a half.
7: <laughs>
4: Here he is, not no, that anyone cares. No, no, it's Kim Peters's <laughs> Oh, look out.
3: Uh, we're just teasing Are you. Welcome aboard a new member of the family at News Radio 1067, Steve McCoy. Yes, that one. You. D. McCoy, who was a huge, huge celebrity and successful star in this town for decades, uh, was on uh, retirement, and by golly, he's uh, pulling a timber and coming back to life. And here he is on our morning show, This uh, starting this morning and uh, with Cheryl White. It's nice to have a board. All right, look out. It's only me, 234, on News Radio 1067. Kelly Clarkson. Was told that pregnancy can do weird things to your voice, and she didn't believe it. She thought, I'm super mom, I can do this, no big deal. When she was eight months pregnant, Kelly Clarkson says her voice disappeared. Was shot. She couldn't sing for five months. And now her new album's coming out piece by piece tomorrow. And this is her new hit song, Heartbeat Song, Kelly
0: Clarkson. You know, she played our Christmas party. That's right, two two years ago. And she sang. Uh, But I...
3: Well, okay, but that was not after that was what she wasn't still pregnant. She was pregnant. Well, she wasn't eight months pregnant. Close. Well, she said when she was eight months pregnant, she couldn't sing for five months. Liar. liar. <laughs> dirty liar, singing liar? <laughs> <laughs> so scroll Kelly Osborne, damn liar. Clarkson, Osborne, Clarkson, what the hell? Jim Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, same damn what's the difference. 235. I got news regular 235, let's call it, on News Radio 1067. First, let's say uh, Charles on News Radio 1067 with The Kimmer. Hello, Charles. How's it going? It, it's only The Kimmer. I, mean, <laughs> I tell you what, you are so good. It's
7: pathetic. I mean, it's just, I mean, you better than anything on TV ever thought about. Oh, on stop!
3: TV. You're, you're killing me. <laughs> no,
7: no, 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 no. You, you need to have your own television show or something. I mean, it's, I am it's, way it's,
3: too obnoxious for television. I promise me, you. Let
7: me, <laughs> let, let, let me ask you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I heard what you just said a second ago, and I've been hearing it all more uh, ever since I've been listening to you today since yeah. you've been on. And uh,
3: you're not going nowhere, are you? No, no. <laughs> we, we around. It was, just, we, we were kind of fooling around because. Um, just uh, kind of an inside joke is that uh, we have we have a new boss who was not here when I got hired, and when I got hired, it well, was see, like I, let's
7: I don't, don't want to come up there and protest. Yeah, I mean, I no, no, it was fine. Protest, but
3: but, but... The, the good news is that we have a new boss now who, once he brought somebody in, news want, uh, new wants to tell people. And so our and Greg, I think it was, our new boss Greg, something uh, just, you know, when we we're bringing in a new team, Steve McCoy, he wanted to tell people. So he's promoting the hell out of it. And it's kind of funny because when I started, it was like, don't tell anybody just in case this really doesn't work out. You know, so, <laughs> so yeah, we're, but, we're but, joking but, about it. It's not serious. But, uh, I'm not going to. You might get a good impression with him because you just. <laughs> well, anyway, bees, well, Charles, listen, I, I appreciate it, man. You're very kind. Thanks. I, I, I do appreciate it. Very, very nice words. No, I'm not, we're not going anywhere. I hope. I mean, I, I, not Have that I know something? of. It. I haven't heard anything. And of course, I am the. La- I don't know anything. Nobody nobody tells me anything, and that's just the way I like it. All right, 236. How about a news break line? I got a song coming up, too, on News Radio 106.7. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kevin. <laughs> this new morning show is going to be great. It's going to
7: be huge. It's going to be, well, even I can't overhype it as much as your radio station did. <laughs> well, so. why not? We might I won't well even th- try, you <laughs> know. The
3: Donald. How's it going, sir? Well,
7: you know the most amazing thing about uh, the new morning show with Steve McCoy? What's that, sir? No, I do It's only been on one day, Cameron. And they've already come out with the best of <laughs> <laughs> Well. 16 months for your show, nothing. But, you know, Well, I mean, when, who, the, who the hell wants to help some needy kids on Christmas anyway? I know I don't. <laughs> Oh, I was a big hit at CPAC, Kimmer. I oh, was huge. We were huge hit Forget it's... Rand Paul. Forget Scott Walker. Yeah. I did my own special Trump internal poll. Oh, you did? And 85% <laughs> in my survey want me to run for president, <laughs> oh, Kimmer. <yeah.
3: laughs> we got the facts right there.
7: Yeah, 92% of the people we surveyed want us to move the Masters to Trump National. Did you know that? I did not know that. They think Augusta National is a dog track. <laughs> Compared to yours, sure. Of course, because <laughs> it's the greatest golf course ever, Bill. I shot 66
3: yesterday from the tip. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows it. And by the way, don't count that. <laughs> winter rules, winter rules. <laughs> Keep it fair. They may have caught Tiger Woods juicing. Boy, that would be a shocker. Yeah, Yeah. yeah
7: he had the same dog. Dr. Zay-Rod, Barry Bonds, and Jose Canseco, give me a break. Yeah, I gave those guys steroids, but I only gave Tiger Flintstone vitamins. (laughs) My God, man. I don't believe it either. Vladimir Putin's being accused of arranging the murder of a political opponent. Yeah, killed him. Who the hell does this guy think he is? Hillary Clinton or something? Putin said he'd investigate the murder of Boris Nestoff yeah. right after we investigate the deaths of Ron Brown, Vince Foster, Jim McDougal, JFK Jr., the Clinton intern who was murdered at the Starbucks. The sir, I, I, I get off at show. 3.
3: I, mean, you know, I haven't got that kind of time. That's right. You know,
7: Kim, there's a lot of astronomers out
3: there this morning with egg on their face. Egg on their face? What do you mean, sir?
7: All these years they had it wrong.
3: What? What's that, sir? The
7: world does revolve around Steve McCoy. <laughs> I thought it was me and Michael Graham, but I was wrong, too. <laughs> no, you were so. wrong, sir. Great to be on the show. Thank you. The Donald right here. <laughs> yeah. the tribute. I'll try to call one more time before you you know, you leave on Friday.
4: <laughs> Thank you, the Donald. I appreciate Maybe it. Maybe the governor will wish you a farewell. He sure as hell didn't welcome you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much.
3: That's, that's why I say it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Let's not get excited. 239. Oh, News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067, 239, all right, um, uh, weird pregnancy stuff, okay, let's let's try, I got a song coming up, more news, broadcast. here's Chris on News Radio 1067, hello Chris, what's this now? Well, I wanted to talk about... <clears throat>
7: Excuse me. Yes. I wanted to talk about weird things that can happen to the female body when you're pregnant. But first, Kimmer, I wanted to tell you that I love your show. Oh, thank you. It's good. It's good. But you're not good enough to get a syndicated Saturday night show like Kid Chris heard across the nation on iHeartRadio. What do you think about that? I could be better. You
3: suck, Kimmer. You suck. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. No, no, don't dump it. Don't dump it. This is a guy who obviously has some kind of a... Weekend show, and he's using my prook because I've never heard of him, and no one else has. And he's trying. Do you believe that? That was a real call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Saturday yeah. nights, there's going to be mutual JOs. There's going to be mud tables,
7: caviar parties. <laughs> I want to invite you to the caviar party, Kimmer. Oh, that sounds like great. you'd really like it.
3: I would. Oh, it'd be so. And then later we can take a shower together. Freaking. <laughs> How sad is that? <laughs> Man, that's. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I mean, that Here- here's a guy. Oh, my God. He, he calls up to do that on my show to try to Wait promote himself? Wait a minute. I himself? know
0: who that was. That was Sean Hannity's producer. Ah,
3: uh, see? I knew yeah. it. I uh, 241. I knew it. <laughs> All right. Here's Randy on News Radio one oh six seven. Hello, Randy. You ever been pregnant and lose your voice? <laughs> oh, sorry. I goes not, bro. What's up, man? Uh, no, no, sir, I haven't. But uh, did he say that that kid Chris was on Saturdays from
0: seven p.m. to midnight? <laughs> I, I don't think. Ah, Is that I, what ah. he? Did? I
3: don't think he did. I don't think he said that. I can't remember what he said. Hey, why don't you call? Why don't you? Why don't you, idiot? You losers! I know they're. You know they're getting paid in car wash ticket trade outs. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, we got a show on weekends. I know. Let's call the Kimmer and talk about it on our on the Kimmer show and call him names, and then we can be on our own show. Here's our. And now we bring you, we bring you an actual live reenactment of what's going to happen on this Saturday night program by those guys who are on the radio talking about <laughs> things. What the hell is my? Here's there we go. Ah, uh, hi Billy. It's uh, Saturday night, and we're on the radio. Hey, let's talk about stuff, okay? Okay, Bobby. You go first. No, you go first. No, I, I was going to talk about, you know, pregnant women, and uh, no, no, I don't want to. I want to talk about abortion. Uh, uh, let's talk about. Uh, no, you go first. Uh, we uh, on? No. Uh,
4: uh, let's call the Kimmer. Okay, we could be more like the Kimmer. Okay. <clears throat> uh,
0: my dad
3: had a barn. Jesus, that was that. I, that was pathetic. No I mean, that's just that sort it of. It
0: still is pathetic.
2: Pathetic. Uh, I feel bad for you guys. Jeez. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067.
6: Hey, this is Mark Lemke. <laughs> and this portion of of the next three hours that we never talk about <laughs> no, is minute. brought to you by the New Morning Show. Man, I thought that ticker tape parade was a nice touch. And now here's your host, a man who can't even get his picture on the freaking website. <laughs> no, and I'm glad I said freaking, Kim Peterson. I we all
3: are, uh, Mark. Hall of Favor. 247. Yes, the hideous Jay Osmond is 60 today. The Osmonds. Have- I can tell you.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, Two forty-seven. It's only the camera. News Radio one hundred Jay Osmond, sixty. Also another name from another Someone name group.
4: Come along suck you to
3: your John Cousill of the Cousills is fifty-nine today. <laughs> we got them all for you, Pete.
4: <laughs> no, Pete, don't do it. I'll stop playing. I promise. Don't do it.
3: All right, look out, it's only me, 247. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067 844 404 1067. Oh, have you heard this? You remember that hot little Vietnamese nurse, that little 20 something Nina Pham, who got uh, Ebola from Texas Presbyterian Hospital? Remember that? And it was a Dallas, whatever? Uh, Nina pra, uh, Pham, the, the uh, little nurse, that little hottie Vietnamese nurse. Got Ebola, taking care of patients, and they and they treated her and saved her and cured her. Well, now Nina Pham is suing the hospital that saved her life, saying, "Well, you never should have had me exposed to it in the first place." <laughs> so, thanks for saving me. Now I'd like some money, please. Okay, <laughs> whatever floats your boat, baby doll. Cold Choyo, McLoy, Toy, Oh, yeah. yeah
6: 248
3: there. How about a news line? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmy. This is Jerry Seinfeld calling. Dude, Jerry, how's it going, man? I don't What's going want to on? tell
7: you how to do your show or anything. Well, but all right. why are yes, oh, you giving away Jimmy Buffett tickets? <laughs> what do you mean, sir? I blew out my flip flop, stepped on a pop top. <laughs> Boy, George Gershwin's got nothing on this guy. <laughs> Jimmy's searching for his lost shaker of salt. Why don't you search for some real lyrics, you moron? I've heard better lyrics than the Tillman and Associates jingle. I'm sorry.
3: What's their jingle again, the lawyers?
7: Tillman and Associates, express lane to the slammer.
3: No, that's not it, sir. I'm sure.
7: Tillman and Associates, will put a file in the cake. (laughs) No,
4: that can't be
7: the one. Tillman and Associates, you're going to get the needle.
0: You know, they have lawyers over there.
7: KFC is coming out with edible coffee cups. Edible coffee cups. I guess yeah. they've given up on edible food. <laughs> <laughs> edible chicken, edible mashed potatoes. I think it's just... What's the deal with KFC? KFC? I mean, it's no big deal. John Boy's girlfriend has been gnawing on paper cups for years. Hey, no! <laughs> oh, by the way, Kimmer. Yes, sir. Governor Nathan Deal said he would have called your show, but he didn't know you were back on the air. How? What would you know? <laughs> Don't tell Steve McCoy gets a hero's welcome. <laughs> we can't even get a God-blessed sandwich <laughs> board over here.
0: It's all right, sir. <laughs>
7: Well, that dress video has gotten over thirteen. Oh, the guest, the dress video yeah, over the weekend has yeah, gotten thirteen million hits on YouTube. Kevin's gone color, viral. Color of that dress? As man. opposed to the New Village People video that was viral before they even posted oh, it. <laughs> I said, well, was
0: viral, all right. <laughs> I got a little virals in Arizona. So.
7: What did you think the dress was? Some people thought it was white and gold. Yeah, that was
3: white and gold.
0: Well, but, Some
7: people thought it was blue and black. Yeah. Yeah. And Bill Clinton swears he saw a stain right above the. <laughs> oh, shut In up! In
3: his dreams.
4: <laughs>
3: John Boy. Nobody's listening. Who cares what I say? <laughs> well, they're all resting up for tomorrow morning, Steve McCoy program. So that's right. I don't blame him. I got my alarm set. Thank you so much, Jerry. Did he have a hidden
7: camera when he came in the office?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Snap (laughs) you a prep sheet for the day? (laughs) Just to make it fair. (laughs) Thank you, Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld for the Kimmer. Now we're talking. 2.51, it's only the Kimmer. In case you missed it, a true story kind of leaves us all a little bit more humble than we were before about what our value is to others in the world. Dr. Epstein, a renowned physician, earned his undergraduate, graduate and medical degrees in his hometown, then left for New York City, where he quickly rose to prominence top of his field. He was invited to deliver a significant paper at a conference coincidentally held at the college in his hometown. So Dr. Epstein walked on stage, placed his papers on the lectern, but they slid off onto the floor. As he bent over to retrieve the papers at precisely the wrong time, he inadvertently cut the cheese and it was a beauty. The microphone amplified his noisy rumble, resounding through the room and reverberating down the hall. Well, Dr. Epstein was very embarrassed, some although regained his composure just enough to deliver the paper. He ignored the resounding applause at the end and raced out the stage door when it was over, never to be seen in his hometown again. Now we go back forward decades later. His elderly mother was ill. Dr. Epstein returned to visit her. He reserved a hotel room under a strange name, the name of Levy arrived under the cover of darkness. The desk clerk asked him, is this your first visit to our city, Mr. Levy? Dr. Epstein said, well, young man, no, not really. I grew up here and received my education here, but then I moved away. And the clerk said, well, why haven't you visited uh, very often, Mr. Levy? Well, he said, actually, I did visit once, and Dr. Epstein said, many years ago. A very embarrassing thing happened, though, and since then I've been too ashamed to return. The clerk consoled him and said, well, sir, I, I don't know your life experiences, but there's one thing I have learned. Often what seems embarrassing to me isn't really even remembered by others. It's no big deal. And I'll bet that's true of your incident as well, the clerk said. Dr. Epstein replied, well, son, I seriously doubt that that's the case with my incident. The clerk said, was it a long time ago? And Dr. Epstein said, oh, many, many years ago. And the clerk asked, was it before or after the Epstein fart? (laughs) It followed him around literally for 30 years. And how about another news line? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Peter Griffin calling. Hey, Peter from Family Guy. How's it going, Peter?
7: Well, I wanted to congratulate you on your new morning show. <laughs> well, no, I... well, actually, I have to. That's part of the new call screening they're doing now. <laughs> Conversely, if you mention a Kim's name on another show like Michael Graham or Steve McCoy, they hit the dump button. It's part of the new rules here.
4: I know, it can't be true, sir. Dump button? That sounds
7: like something you used to summon a Marta Alabar, doesn't it? <laughs> no.
4: Can I have the dump button, please? <laughs> <laughs> who could forget the Kimmer's
7: first day on the air? First day, yeah. Management, apparently. I didn't even think they listened, did they? <laughs>
3: they weren't sure who I was.
7: I understand that Brett the truck driver called Steve McCoy this morning. Oh, is that right? I hey, you that. can't blame a guy for wanting to hop on a winner, you know? I mean, <laughs> I say, good, let Brett drag that guy's show down for a year and a half and leave us the hell alone for a while, you know? <laughs> no, it's fine, Peter.
3: He's all... <laughs>
7: Anyway, the bad news is many Democrats plan to boycott Benjamin Netanyahu's speech to Congress.
3: Boycott the speech?
7: The good news is Netanyahu says, that's all right. I still don't feel half as snubbed as the Kimmer does. I mean, at (laughs)
3: least
7: I have some people in my corner.
2: (laughs) It's all right, sir. You know, I got a
7: few folks pulling for me, unlike the Kimmer. I mean, (laughs) I bet Benjamin Netanyahu may be snubbed by Democrats, but at least I have a picture on the homepage of the State of Israel's website, (laughs) you know? I'll take things the Kimmer can't relate to for $100.
3: I'm <laughs> okay, sir. You
7: mentioned the new James Bond. James Bond, yeah. Well, you yeah. mentioned the old James Bond. Lois yeah. and I are looking forward to the new James Bond. Uh, the you new know? James
3: Bond, I heard. You yeah, that
7: new that. movie, Gold Package? <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> Black, I <guy>, know.
7: <laughs> the Aston Martins replaced by a deuce and a quarter. I can't wait for that, you know. <laughs> a- Crown air fresh in the back, a tag applied for, a sticker in the front window, <laughs> yeah. you know. A,
3: a tag <laughs> applied for?
7: <laughs> yeah, the new Bond backs into the parking space for a quick escape. <laughs> I understand he likes his malt liquor shake. I'm not sure. Ow, it's going to be great, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the veterinarian that treats your horse Jack just called on me to pass along a
3: message. Oh, he's treating Jack? Well, what'd Yeah, yeah
7: the vet says if you need him here for the next day or so, he's going to be in Jackson, Georgia, giving the lethal injection to Kelly Renee Gisson, Danny, you know? <laughs> oh. Apparently, he's bringing that special Clydesdale needle to make sure.
8: <laughs> She's a big girl.
7: <laughs> a horse is of course, of course. Not of course. everyone knows how to kill a horse, unless, <laughs> of course,
3: the talking horse is known as Kelly Renee. <laughs> Glad we can I mean, laugh at these it's, it's things. Like, it's like our own minstrel show right here. Boy, the
7: things that some women will do to get out of being prosecuted, I'll tell you that, boy.
0: Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, you're going to make Ann come down here.
3: Great to be on this Thank show. You. Yeah, easy for you to say. You're leaving. i am right. just sitting duck till three. Oh, by the way, have you heard something? No. No. <laughs> Look out, it's only the Kipper. News is next, including our boss at four bringing up. Ah, damn, clavicle! Broke my stinking clav.
7: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
5: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah,
0: oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.